What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey May Larry. So tonight, very special episode. This isn't usually my, my usual time slot. I'm usually Tuesday nights, 7 to 8, but since I will be gone tomorrow night, I had to do one more episode before I left. This is probably going to be my favorite episode. I can already tell from the beginning of it, considering we have 12 people in the studio right now. <laughs> I think this will probably be my best one. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably my favorite for sure already to start. Uh, I'm going to give a quick highlight of every single person in here. We have how many total? We have three, six, seven people total in the studio. We probably set the record for capacity in the studio, I'd say, since we're pretty much over it right now. It's usually about three or four people tops in here. We got seven. But you know what? Why not? For the best, you know, it's for the best. Uh, anyways, starting off all the way to the, le- the left, we have Ryan Fat Hosey. Hosey. One of the best rappers in Boston, the absolute goat. My one cousin. Of, one of probably the best. The best. I'd say the best. I'd say the best. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Literally. Now you're up there, though. You already know that. Uh, my absolute boy, he plays baseball at St. Michael's College. Uh, he's a senior there right now. Looking forward to a big season from him. We're going to get into this season in a little bit, probably about midway through, and we sp- start talking baseball. He's also my cousin, so uh, he's had to hear from me you know, his entire life. So isn't he so lucky? Isn't he so lucky? Uh, next up, we have Liam Kenny. And his nickname was the Hockey Icon during the summer he came on the podcast, came on and talked about Concordia, all their sports, and also talked about uh, his ability to make so many connections at Concordia. He was able to go to the Super Bowl last year and work at SoFi Stadium, which was unreal. So Yeah, I'm lucky enough to go again this year, too, uh, in Arizona. So I've been out lucky for you so far. <laughs> He's lucky enough to see the Giants in the Super Bowl this year. I mean, come oh, on, yeah, I know, see yeah. the Giants. Uh, wow, the Giants. That's a bold take. Well, we'll talk about those later. <laughs> he gets to see the Giants, so isn't he so lucky? So yeah. the Hockey Icon... Goes to school in Michigan, Concordia University in Ann Arbor. So thank you, Lee, for coming on. Happy to be here. To my right, we have Dan Behrens, the king of Hasbro Heights, here in the studio. <laughs> Absolute legend. He's a yeah, senior here at BC, lives in the mods with me. Dan, say what's up. What's going on? What's going on? Absolute legend. I mean, come on. This is quite a cast here. Absolutely. And then we do have some returners as well. Uh, Liam was on it during the summer on the podcast. Ryan Hosey, I think you came on. Did you come on once? James came on. Joey came on. You never did. All right, so this is actually his debut. So Fat Hosey's debut in the podcast. Liam's debut live on their air. Oh, yeah. Dan's debut in the podcast radio show. Either way, Jacob Cap Curley, he's been here. You guys know him very well from the episode with James Hosey. How are we doing, James? Uh, Jake. Oh. Uh, no. I'm, Jake. I'm doing pretty good. I'm good. <laughs> no, I, know, I don't fucking know. I'm good. I'm good. He's doing good. All right, we're good. I'm a man of few words. What the hell? <laughs> Cap Curley, absolute legend. He's actually a college graduate now. Just graduated from Bridgewater State yep. University. So congratulations okay. to Cap. Only one in the room. Woo-hoo! Only one in the room. You're right. Hopefully you're we'll right. get there. I have a diploma. Hopefully you get some more, right? Why not? Uh, right behind me, we have the GOAT, absolute legend, Mark Walsh. He's been on the show more than anyone. <laughs> you're, up, you're coming up. Don't worry, Pete. PG's coming up. Don't worry. We'll the legend Mark Walsh probably has been on the podcast more than anyone besides the sports guru, Mike Curley. I think you guys are up to 8 to 7 right now. Maybe Love 9 it. to 8. Love it. You guys, are, you guys are on there more than anyone, but I appreciate you guys always coming on. Uh, so, here's Mark. You guys know him very well. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on again, of course. And check out his music. So, I've talked about it a ton now on the podcast, a good amount. Time Zone, Mark Walsh, Fat Hosey, my favorite song, which Dan will tell you, how often do I play that song or sing about it? <laughs> every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and I always, every single time I hear Ryan's first verse, I say, unreal. Don't I always say, dude, it's unreal. <laughs> every single time, I'm like, dude, this is heat. Is heat. Banger. So check out Time Zones on Spotify. Ryan's got a few albums up there. Um, we're going to get into the music later on, too. We'll talk everything. He just had a concert, actually, last week in Vermont. So he's going to give Big a highlight of that. Yeah. Also, who was at the concert, even though only two of us made it besides Ryan, it was Cap Curley. Yeah. And then also the yeah. hockey prodigy, Paul Gerard, made it. He was I, there in Vermont. How's everyone doing? I'd like to change my name to the gambling prodigy. Um, <laughs> hockey prodigy no more. A.K.A. Zeebs. The gambling prodigy, Paul Gerard. There you go. You're here first. He wasn't that good at hockey, anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Ryan said he wasn't that good at hockey. 
Oh, that is tough. All right, so there you go. There's a whole breakdown of everyone in the room. So you guys get everyone's name now. Uh, you'll probably hear the most from Ryan Hosey, I'm sure. So make sure keep his name down. You'll probably hear uh, more from my nose, bro. I'm sniffing like crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, good job. Thanks. So I'll just run down uh, quickly the topics we'll talk about, and then we'll just start out. We're going to start out with hockey. So first thing we're going to talk about, get into the Bruins, talk some Islanders. Dan's a big Islanders fan. Then talk the NHL landscape. We'll jump into talking Northeast hockey for just a half a second. That's just for me and Mark, really. Mm-hmm. So everyone else in the room could just, I guess, Quiet down for that one minute. We'll go off for a minute about Northeastern hockey, which you guys know. Uh, then we'll talk about the Red Sox, the Mets, what they've both done in the offseason, or what the Red Sox haven't done in the offseason, I guess I should say. Then the MLB landscape, right. talk about what's been going on free agency. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of St. Michael's College. Ryan's going to give a preview of the season, talk about what he's expecting and how last season went. Uh, then we'll also get into the Canes baseball glory days. Me, Liam, Ryan, all three of us were on the same team at one point. Hard to believe you'd have all three of us on, on a team, <laughs> but we made it work, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Yep. Had a championship run, me and Ryan together. And then me and Liam probably should have won, but we're not going to get there. I was also there for that run, but we'll forget that part. Were you on the team? Salem? Yeah, that was my first year. Were you on the team? Yeah, I forgot. My first year. Wow. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, wait, who has the most rings at BZCS in the room? Me? You. Yeah, we I, do. Only I, have, one. I have no I only had one. Were you none. sick one season? Though? Was that the year you were sick? That was sick? the year I was sick. Okay, that's why I forgot you were on the team, because you were sick for like two months. I think I have three. Jacob was on the team. No, but he has a bunch of... Track track. Oh, yeah, I have a cross country. I got two yeah, cross country. I have one cross country and I have two cross country, one track, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I, got, also, I think I got two cross country. I was the manager for the basketball team. That is <laughs> we never won. We never won. So <laughs> and, don't worry. And I, played, and I played soccer for a year. Yeah. Basketball team never won, so we don't really got to worry about you that. You guys actually wanted me to play for them in the World Cup. Uh, we were also on. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just didn't have the time, honestly. We were also on that robot building team. We have one ring. Oh, yeah, I was on robotics, too. <laughs> robotics. I actually, I actually was the reason why robotics got uh, put into state. Never forget, Mr. Nelson. Never forget. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. So, I don't want to hear that name again. we'll get to Kane's baseball. <laughs> got talk about that. out here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Kane's baseball. Talk about that for a minute. Then we'll get into the NFL. Patriots Raiders game. Tough one for the Patriots yesterday. We'll break that down for a few. Giants Commanders. That was a big win. Yes, uh, talk about the Colts Vikings game. I don't know how the Vikings ended up coming back and winning oh, that right. game, but they ended up doing it. That was it. a crazy comeback. And then talk about Jacksonville beating Dallas yesterday. Huge, huge. win there for my yeah. boy Trevor Lawrence. Big time. Talk about the Patriots, Giants, NFL playoff <laughs> picture. Maybe give some Super Bowl predictions since Liam will be there. Yep. Then we get into the Celtics, NBA. Talk about the Clippers for a second. I guess that'll be my time to shine for a minute. <laughs> uh, and then we'll get into some music. Obviously, and this isn't the complete order. We're going to really probably talk everything, probably in different orders. That's kind of how it happened with We James. didn't even plan it last time. No, we didn't yeah. plan it, but I gave a, at least an outline here since I felt <laughs> bad having like. Yeah. 18 people come in and just not give you guys what, what I was going to talk about. So I feel like it was the best idea. Yeah. We're going to do some music, talking Fat Hosey, Mark Walsh. As I said, Time Zone, they have a song together. They have two, actually. Reappear was their first one together, the Time Zone. Big fan of both songs. Jake's actually going to talk about making the music video for Time Zone. He was the genius behind that. Uh, so we'll talk oh, about that. Is that an iPhone? <laughs> I, By making the music videos, what well, I said. Ryan do you not make had, it? Ryan... Am I wrong? Storyboarded in concept the whole thing. Okay, see, I, we did. Help. I, I do this during the pandemic, so I don't even know what happened. I don't know Jacob, what happened. Jacob, Jacob edited it. Yeah. I, I did it. <laughs> and and co-directed. Uh, and no, uh, he definitely, he definitely was a big part of that. Edited, co-directed, and Ryan drew all the concept and ideas of places where we should go. And Mark also did that. Mind you, yeah, I wasn't there. Cuts. We all had a big part in it. No, for it sure. Really for sure, all the boys. Uh, Mark, 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 Mark didn't do much. Mark, 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 Mark just sat on the rock and played the guitar. No one <laughs> credit to Paul. Paul gets the credit in my ass, always. 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 PJ yeah. the Coat, absolute legend. Uh, so we'll get to the music, uh, talking about uh, Ryan and Mark's music. Hopefully they have new music coming out soon. We'll talk about that. And then also maybe a time zone. <laughs> Acoustic version, or if not, we'll play it live on air. Either one. We can do that live on air, which would be pretty oh. sick. I want to show you guys what it sounds like in the studio, because it sounds so clear and unreal in these speakers. 
like if a song sounds like a nine out of ten, which I'm not saying time zones like that, but this song's oh, no yeah, song yeah. times of ten. <laughs> times of the ten. Hold on, hold on. There are songs my siblings have said to play that I'm like, oh, this song's all right. It's like an eight, nine. I'm like, eh, I'm not a big fan. You put it on in here, it's unreal. Everything's a ten. So. When time zones play it, it's probably like 13 out of 10. Good answer. Good fix. Good fix there. It wasn't something I meant to say. I should have prefaced my siblings always have me play their no, songs in there. I'm never a big fan, or at least some of them, and they end up being heat in there. Songs sound no. great in there. Time zone, you know I'm the biggest fan. Don't even stop that. You guys did well know I listen to it. Don't even accuse me that. You guys this know kid, I listen. Ask Dan how often I bring it up. wedding song is going to be time zone. Probably would be. Probably. <laughs> we <laughs> find the right one. We find the right one. We'll be there tomorrow. We'll find the right one. We'll be there tomorrow. You guys know. Someone's going to get married soon, You've never what? been with Lenny? No. PG's got my vote. Yeah, Paul's got a lot down. People, people know that I'm going to eat. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no one has the money for it. <laughs> no one has the money for it, so that's another thing. So James got the money for it. I, I, I got six bucks in my bank account. <laughs> I only got. I probably only have ten dollars more. I only have ten dollars no. more, probably. So you know what? We'll be on mass yeah. F together. Man. So I have we'll five million dollars. dollars. We'll be canning together. Hey, you guys got to talk to the gambling prodigy. Yeah. We do talk to the gambling prodigy. You don't need money advice from me. <laughs> Take it. I actually brought waters in because last time Jake was here, the kid couldn't even I talk. Was dying of couldn't even talk. Thirst. He was dead. Uh, anyway, so that's the whole breakdown of what we're talking about. Then maybe do some quick power rankings, quick questions at the end, like I always do. So. Just to preface that, before we get there, since I know last time I did, and people have to think about it for a minute or two, but maybe we're going to break down maybe our favorite top three Christmas songs, top three Christmas movies, Ooh, stuff like that. Fun. So that'll be the end, though, but Word. just so you can think about it on the way. So we'll that. start off. The Boston Bruins, we'll start off with the NHL. Yep. We have some big hockey fans in the room. Mark's the biggest Bruins fan I know besides the sports guru, Mike Hurley. You got Liam in there. You got Paul in there. Ryan's played hockey. Me, Dan, Jake, and Mark, the only ones that did not play hockey in the room, but like Mark follows it a lot. Dan follows it a lot. I follow the Bruins. I follow Carl talking a little more, and then we just got Jake here just to talk yeah. to hockey. Why not? I'm just here. He's just here. Just a Boston sports guy here. So, uh, really quick update. Dan's got me here showing me the Bruins score five to three. Bruins. They shout out four nothing. It was right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah three uh, in the first. Period. Against Spence tonight. It was looking scary. No, it's five three. So yeah. good for the bees. It's pretty five good. three. Insurance going big. They're crazy. So I uh, should be. I think Bruins are the best yeah. team in hockey. Yep. Yeah, we're stuck Bruins. So, what do you guys think? What's the opinion on the season? We'll go around. Yeah, Whoever wants to talk, go. Ryan, stop. Talk, this talk to us about the season. Team I've ever seen in my life, other than the ones I was on. Cap. <laughs> Cap. No, no, me, me and Paul were on one. They were true. And, uh, true. I had a few, a few games where I didn't play the full, full uh, three periods because I kicked out a couple times. God, but no, yeah, <laughs> this is the best Bruins team we've seen in our lives. Any team that has Charlie Coyle is not that good. Wow. He's, wow. He's very much, he scored tonight. Oh. He's, he's very much in the same town. Ha ha. born, baby. Lameth born. Easy. I should have given a quick uh, intro of where everyone was from. I mean, most people are Dorchester and here, but we got oh, Liam, oh, High Park, I mean, Milton. High Park. Oh, 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 he is. Yep. Big oh, Giants, right? So, right. He's, got, he's got one of the teams right, at least. Giants, right. Styles. There you go. Oh. All three down. Not a Knicks fan, so I mean... I mean, when, Knicks you, have, when, you, have, when you have two to pick and it's the Giants and Jets, I think if you pick the Giants, you're a good man. Yeah. Yeah. Better two evils. It's out of those two teams, I mean, gotta be the Giants. You know? yeah, you're a good man if you pick the Giants. So, we'll start with the Beast. Ryan, you said they're the best team in hockey, the best team you've ever seen. Liam, yeah, how do you feel? Yeah, they're one of the deepest teams. Our center group is just so strong with Krejci... Um, we have Bergeron, we also have Hala, we have a lot of guys who are just working hard on the ice. Uh, Coyle, we were talking about that goal. Uh, I feel like just across the board, everyone knows their job. Jim Montgomery has been really good at communicating what they need to do to succeed, and it seems like they've been doing what they got to do, and it seems like we just got to keep doing that moving forward. And if 
if we can keep this uh, continuous creation of the team together and just building and just keep going, it's going to be hard to keep this momentum going. I know a lot of us, we've played mm-hmm. sports where you play off really strong and go hard, and it's hard to keep that tempo because you don't mm-hmm. know what to keep building on. You're just so successful. You feel like you can't do anything wrong. You have high, high hopes for yourself. So I feel like you just got to keep in perspective there's a lot more hockey games I mean, but it was really hard for me to like balance on that milk crate during score Boston during those days. <laughs> I was crazy I had to motivate myself OD <laughs> <laughs> so, did you even ever use a stick yeah, I did. I used to. Yes, I did. Did you ever make it to the stick side? I, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. Like, I didn't do like, I wasn't professional, but like, I was just there. I kind of just showed up. I like doing that lemon drill. I'm saying. That, that was crazy. That was OD. When that guy pulled up in the Maple Leaf stuff, that's how, that's how I knew it was going to get serious. We played at uh, the Garden, yeah. right? Yeah, we did. There's, well, there's I, I wouldn't say I played. I wouldn't say I played. I'll say Jake was there. Yeah, 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 skated yeah, at the garden. Jake was there. Skated might be a stretch. We skated in hockey equipment, and there were pucks. Yeah, it was just equipment. There just so happened to be equipment there. Equipment was involved. We're referees. Supposed to be Yeah, for sure. I like it. Mark, opinion on the bees this year? Yeah, I'll talk about the Bruins. I think I think the best part of the team right now. I mean, they're obviously on super hot streak to start the year, and they're keeping the ball rolling is uh like everyone's engaged you know you look at the team you look at the guys that are scoring contributing uh carlo's first goal of the year tonight you know the defenseman has stepped up clifton stepping into the play tonight getting a goal as well um it just feels like everyone's contributing you know and uh you move a guy like taylor hall down to the third line and he says you know put his head down go to work doesn't care you know if he's getting a third line shift or if he's playing first line minutes you know he just wants to help the team win and i think that's the mentality that this entire group has, you know, they're all playing for each other. Um, yeah. But like Liam said, you know, it is really hard to keep momentum going when, when you're uh, getting off, starting really hot. But I think they're doing the right things every game. Uh, you saw a team like the Celtics, you know, who also started the season great, and they've mm-hmm. kind of tailed off the last few games, which has been rough to watch, you know, as a Boston sports fan. But you just hope the Bruins can kind of keep the ball rolling and uh, continue the right behaviors and everything else. Sorry, hold on here. We had a little techno difficulty <laughs> thought, with the mic, but it goes right back in. I thought in. I was getting smoked. Now you guys are oh. is, uh, is, is Zaka up to the second line right now? Yeah, Zaka's yeah, right second now, yeah. line wing with Krejci and Pasta right now. Gotcha. And he's been he's been doing great. He's uh He's been a very good playmaker for them, penalty killer as well. Uh, he's been a very solid pickup. Yeah, I, I actually love that trade because, I mean, Hall is, what is he, like 30 now? Yeah. And uh, getting getting Zaka back one for one. Um, they might have thrown in a pick too, but uh, Zaka makes the team younger. I think... That's one of my concerns with the team. Um, mm-hmm. They've Absolutely, shown they, yeah. they, they they've shown that they've been very strong. Obviously, I mean, leading the league, the entire NHL right now, um, and everything's been technical from what I've seen. Just very very smart hockey. But mm-hmm. my one concern is three of probably their top four or five offensive production is coming from Krejci, Marchand, Bergeron. Yeah. And you don't know how those legs are going to last the entire season. I mean, Marshan's shown that he can last the full season, but with him and Bergeron and Krejci being up there in age, you just don't really know what's going to come in, in April and then playoffs. Yeah, um, You just hope that they can that they can keep the production going. Yeah, definitely. That's one thing with the Bees, I think, this year is they have so much so much depth. I think it's probably the deepest Bruins team they've had in oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time. No, just so deep. But Dan's right. I mean, secondary scoring for years. Yes, almost. that's the like, thing. They're getting from everywhere. Right no, now. everyone's scoring, and that's one thing. And I think at the end of the day, when which I talked at the beginning of the season, I thought Hampus Lindholm was the most valuable player on the team. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, even though, obviously, if you look at it, people would say Bergeron, Pasta, Masha are probably the three best. I think Lindholm's the most valuable. Not always the best player, the most valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it doesn't line up like that. But I think he's the most valuable player on the team. I think having him be 
in the first defensive pairing, whether it's him with also McAvoy, you split them up since yeah. the end of the day, obviously that's a decision you have to make. And it seems like they've either been together or split. I mean, it's like 50-50. Sometimes yeah, they're together, sometimes they're not. Uh, and obviously that depends on the way you know things shake out in the opponent. But uh, I liked what I've seen from the Bruins this year. Very deep team, obviously. And they haven't really hit a wall yet like the Celtics have. I mean, they've had a oh. couple games that they probably shouldn't have uh, <laughs> lost. But for the Celtics, though, I talked about this last week or two weeks ago. I saw the Celtics team having a problem at some point because of how reliant they got on three-point shooting. Yeah. They're not going to shoot 50% from three every single night. You're going to play a team like the Clippers, very good perimeter defensive team. They're not going to let you shoot threes wide open. They're going to be in your face every time they let you shoot. And at the end of the day, you're going to have cold nights where you shoot 20% from three, 15, 20, 35% from three, and you're not going to be shooting 40 and up every single night. So that's one thing I saw from the Celtics. I knew they would hit a wall at some point. I think for the Bruins, I mean, they get so much scoring from so many guys. I don't know if it's going to hit as hard. Obviously, it's a long season, and things are not going to always play out. But uh, I want to get Paul's take on the Bees this year and how they've been playing. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been watching them. And I haven't been watching them this whole season. And keep not watching. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. Come on, you gotta keep it going. It sounds like that's ironic because it's one of their best scenes as ever. But like, I don't want to start watching them and want to start watching them because they might end up losing <laughs> because when I started watching them. So hey, here's the thing though: you go see UMass Lowell. UMass Lowell, very good hockey team. We were at that Northeastern UMass Lowell game. Better than Northeastern. UMass Lowell got to win that night. Oh, One thing I wanted to talk to you about, which I didn't get you on the pod to talk about, it. maybe when you came out, James, and we talked about it for a second. UMass Lowell's power uh, penalty kill. Electric. Oh, I've never seen a team. Which, I don't know anyone's seen UMass Lowell play. I know me, Jake, and uh, Mark at that game this year, which I can describe with me. Probably he's going to know what I'm talking about here, just talking about the strategy. But they want you to turn the puck over, and then they just go. They don't care if they're down. They, they, they can be down a guy. They're what, more aggressive. Four. They're more aggressive when they're on the penalty goal. Than yeah, they, they want to score. They, they actually yeah. want to score. Then we're on the, on the power game. play. And we down a guy, maybe five yeah. on three. They even got some, some uh, offensive production. Sometimes I'm like, oh, God, we got a, a penalty. That's great. And, and sometimes, they like, then the other team gets a penalty. I'm like, oh, oh no. They, want, <laughs> they want you to like pass it around. Yeah, yeah a lot of teams. I, I've seen. Well, I've definitely seen the power play this year. I mean, the penalty kills this year. Uh, what they do is they're real aggressive. Like you guys are saying, they want to have the puck. They're forcing you. A lot of teams allow the power play to formulate, and they kind of just build a wall in the neutral zone while they're sending that guy hard on the puck every time and forcing them. And they run a really aggressive box where. If that guy's not looking here, that puck's bouncing, they're going for it. They want that puck every time, and they're uh, trying to go the other way with it. So I think on top of that, and they don't use the icing, like the no icing on PKs really at all. They yeah. like to try to move the puck themselves. They want to score. To, they, they, they want they, to score. Communication's huge. Like, if you guys were at the game, you guys can definitely know that that PK is probably the loudest you've ever heard of any team. They're yeah. screaming, and that makes it almost so much easier because no one has to think, and you're just doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to score. And one thing I want to highlight on the podcast, which I've never talked about, but at some point I want to do it, Paul's men's league hockey games. I'm a huge fan of going to. I want to recap games on here. I want to recap games on here. How much do you have the game? Get some quotes and we just talk so about it. So actually, I scored last time. So you actually, did. something you about, did. I love his hockey games. I actually want to talk about them. I do. Yeah. I don't think it's a joke. I actually want to come on here and talk about what happened. Yeah. So actually, you saying that uh, two years ago we had it. Uh, we had to take a break off with my in, uh, my internship in the Cape, but uh, we're hoping this year to bring back the High Park Hounds. Hopefully oh, we yeah. can get us on here. Uh, maybe summer talk about that. Summer league hockey team. Yeah, summer league hockey team. We're hoping to play somewhere between the Cape and Boston this year. Uh, we had a really good season. Well, we had a fun season. Uh, the wins, def- <laughs> the wins, def- the wins definitely didn't. Yeah, yeah, the wins definitely didn't come our way uh, in our first season. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, you can find a better league placement for us and uh, be a little more successful. Because I was on a two A contract. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we needed you more. Every game. That's yeah. why. <laughs> If I played every game, we would have had one. Yeah, yeah, we, we just got a fat hose on jersey. You know, I, I, also, I also only I only got to play for like a total of like fifteen minutes because my feet hurt so bad. Yeah, don't worry, so we'll get you we'll get you real skates this year. Uh, I ended up I ended up being a no kid size. At the end. 
I'm gonna start taking men's league seriously. No more skating malfunctions. No more. Yeah, no more. You, when you did, you actually got goals. Yeah, I'm gonna start taking it seriously. I'm gonna grind in the gym for. I'm not. I'm not grinding for baseball. I'm grinding for men's league. Were you watching? No, I was. I think I was the only one men's league. I was literally like. Sure, men's league. I went to a good amount of games. I don't know if I was there for that one. I did go to a game you were playing. No, I was there. I was there when you did well, yeah, score. You, you, you and I was there. Like, we would go to the vending went, machine or something. Yeah, but I was there. When he there. scored, I was like... Mm-hmm. I was there, I think. Yeah. I just tucked it right in between. Uh, he, would, he would about to score at the so end, too, and I wouldn't let him because he would have had more goals than me. So I <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break like, the Massachusetts men's league record. So, <laughs> so, more uh, so I'm not joking. For you. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be the statistician guy. Dude, yeah, I'm going to be the podcast. I'm just going to recap games. I'll be the interviewer. I'll be the broadcaster. Should I? Can we live stream games? I was broadcasting. Yeah, I should film From the blue line. Primetime podcast, home of your High Park Hounds. Yeah, I know. Come on, already got a ring to it. Already got a ring. Already got a ring. So I'm stacking. We have Stacky. Yeah, let's do it. I like it. I go into the studio with each one of you. We talk each one. We break down the career. How you guys got to the team. What your contracts like. If it was a two way or. I had the Instagram page for the team. I'm actually hoping. I'm hoping I hit the one way this year. I hope they want me this year. We'll talk it after the podcast. We'll get there. We'll see what the We'll see what the cash face looks like. Yeah. One thing you guys haven't seen before is me playing hockey. I've told you guys. You guys give me a stick. I'm turning to Ovi. I'm turning, yeah. I'm turning to Ovi. No one's seen me play hockey. You should talk about that. Ovi's one looks like he is like 97. <laughs> but he's still scoring. He's but still he, scoring. Yeah, still scoring. He's, 20 he's goals like, this year. He's so close to Gretzky, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a few like, away, right? It's, it's like, a, it's like mm-hmm. almost like 100 or something. But it's still... Like yeah, it's about 100 goals away. Yeah. It's like fathomable kind of. Lasts a little less. I think, I think it's less. I think yeah. it's, Gretzky has 897. Ovechkin just scored 800. Oh, right. It's crazy. 97. Right there, yeah. crazy because... Everyone for the longest time was like, no one's going to score more than Gretzky. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, those are video game numbers. If he plays two years, he might actually hit Yeah. Also, also, I really like uh, the fact that he is doing so good because everyone always talks about, like, oh, if Gretzky played during, like, hockey now, like, he wouldn't do that good. So it's kind of, like, obvious. Ovechkin's better at hockey than Wayne Gretzky. I'm saying that. I don't know. I would, I, would, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know it's about that. It's obvious. I think I, I, I'll, I'll say this: more, more, the point total. If Gretzky never scored a goal, he'd still have the most points of all yeah, time. Yeah, and I know the competition's different and everything like that, but it's not like competition from like the 1930s where it's like accountants are playing basketball and it's against <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain or you know what I mean. Gretzky's the goat. It's I don't a, know. It, it's Gretzky's the goat. Balls. Balls, yeah, you know. And no, it's, it's harder today than it is yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a little to summarize it, but like. Uh, it it was different last year than it is this year, so I feel like if you have Kretzky used a wooden stick, <laughs> a wooden stick. I think every game evolves, right? every single sport, right? Baseball in the fifties is different as now. I mean, it was a it was a that explains a lot. A wooden Easton uh, EQ fifty. I had a Sherwood. No, they, Featherwood. They Featherlight. Wood the Featherlight Sherwood was a stick. Yeah. I'll Got say that this. at Beantown Sports, baby. <laughs> I'll say ball. this: Gretzky, like I feel like undeniably is like hockey's goat, you yeah. know. But I think if Ovechkin, if Ovechkin passes Gretzky for the goal, uh, the goals record, I think he's the best goal scorer of all time. I think people can still say that now, mm-hmm. but I think it would be a great thing for the game. It would bring you know a lot of attention. 
uh, when he's really getting up there, you know, like he's, he's like five, it? ten goals away. I think he will. I don't think he'll stop really? playing until he does. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think he still has like three years left on his contract. So I, I think yeah, three yeah, years, yeah, three yeah, years scoring a hundred. That's certainly yeah. possible. What is it? I hope he doesn't pull a Yager. Yager still plays. He's like fifty. Yeah, Yager's still playing over Russia. Is it? And Yager owns his own team. He owns Russia, right? I don't believe it's Russia. It's somewhere. Maybe he's Russia. I don't know. He's playing somewhere. So it's like forty-nine or something. Still, still, still strong. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Russia. I remember going to the Garden and like walking in. And seeing Yamir Yager play once, and I was just like, dude, there's no way this guy is still in the NHL. I was like, I was like, I've seen videos of this guy rocking a nasty mullet, <laughs> and like, From like, like scoring yeah. like nasty goals, yeah. And now this guy's like scrubbing it on the third line for the Bruins. Like, do you know why he came back to the NHL and why he's still playing hockey though? I mean, one, it's for the love of the game. But have, do you know have, why he came I, back to the I NHL? My, uh, money, he lost yes, all of his money gambling. Oh yes, I did. Uh, the gambling prodigy, PJ, <laughs> wouldn't have been me. Wouldn't have been me. <laughs> Never Paul. Never Paul. <laughs> the gambling prodigy. Yeah, it's no longer the hockey project. The gambling one. But on his own team. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's tough. Yeah, I don't want to lose. Don't want to lose. <laughs> No, I keep it 300 like I'm Pete Rose. That's going to be Instagram caption one day. It's, it's listed on my 650 Instagram captions. Dude, it's, it's in my... Pete Rose career hit over 300. Like, that's wicked hard to do. Obviously. Definitely, yeah, not many. Yeah. 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 And you know I keep it 100. Everyone says that. So I was like, <laughs> how can I change this up a little bit? You know me, smart as ever. <laughs> Googling stuff. I did Google that, though. I had to Google <laughs> stuff. I was like... I was like I knew, I, knew, I, knew, I knew I was going to do uh, Pete Rose. <laughs> just messing with you. I knew it was going to be Pete Rose because it, that's what the rhyme was. I just had to figure out what I was going to say after. <laughs> so I just, there, I just Googled his stats and I was like, oh, this You works. got there, though. Yeah. And, and that sound of the bat, like hitting a ball. Yes. That's what's actually satisfying. from Pete Rose hitting. It's a YouTube video. Me and Mark did it on purpose. Yep. We, like, we, we looked for it so long yeah, to, I told to, to, to put try that to get in. one. <laughs> I told them to put that in. Yeah. Also, yeah. Paul thinks he is the reason why every single song of me and Mark makes becomes good. I believe it. Because he'll walk in the room while we're doing the thing that he wants us to do and then take credit for it. Be like, oh, you should change that. As Mark or me is like changing it. Yeah. Like doing the exact thing. The the Zuckerberg of music. (laughs) (laughs) And it's usually something really obvious though. That's why it makes me the most mad. (laughs) (laughs) It's like something wicked obvious that anyone could come in the room and say, that's why it's not good right now. Like it it makes you so mad because it, it's like fixed after, and he's like, "Yeah, see, see? <laughs> <laughs> sounds better, dude. It sounds better." I I actually like a lot of your lyrics that are about sports. You always have heat ones. You have that one, a, a ball like I'm Grayson, not Indiana, but a Payson. Yeah, no, I mean, that's unreal. That's heat, dude. <laughs> that's, oh. that's the first line I ever wrote and recorded as Fat Hosey. A that ball like I'm Grayson, not Indiana, but a Payson. Yeah, wait, wait, first wait, line. What about the Constitution rap? That wasn't Fat Hosey, that was, that was me. Or you other ones. Bowing up in Boston, I like my name was Ennis Canto. Yeah. yeah. That was nice, that was nice. That one was fire, that one was fire. Yeah. And yeah. we had him yeah. twice, yeah. I didn't use it as a captain either time. He changed back. his name though, he changed his name, which was a tough call. Yeah, it was. But uh, yeah. still works. Still he still works. Streams went down when he changed his name. Still a hit song though. Still a hit song. I really a revised version. Yeah. You do. I'm kind mad that Coffee Breath got taken off the spot. Dude, that song was so good. That was a really good song. I listened to that and then one day I was like, why can't I listen to this anymore? And then you said that. That was so annoying. Dude, and it like blew up on Apple Music. Didn't the, that girl give you week. permission to use it? Yeah, bro. She said I could I could use the sample, and then it blew up on Apple Music, and her management was like, you guys got to take it down. You know? <laughs> I love this. This is awesome. <laughs> Just talking music. Why not? I love it. This is unreal. What, did you, like, sample some song and, like, they... Yeah, it was, like, this TikTok song that, like, went viral, and I found the beat on YouTube. It was, like, sampled. It was, like, slowed down, 
and everything. So, like, honestly, I didn't even have to ask her if I could use it. I could have just did it. it. But I asked her because I, I, like, wanted to respect the fact that it was hers. And she was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, let me know when you release it and everything. And then I released it. It got huge on Apple Music on the first week. It had, like, a, a thousand streams, like, within the first, like, three days, which never happens for my songs. And it was just, like, crazy. And then... It got taken down, and I, I was like, yo, what happened? She was like, yeah, my management wanted it down. Screw them, then. Yeah. 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 But then yeah, she was like, yeah, lost. It was cool, though, because she was like, uh, we can, like, set something up, though, like, for, like, an actual feature. Huh. So, never happened, though. I was, <laughs> I was, I was pretty pissed. <laughs> not your fault, though. It's a tough call. Uh, yeah, it's still on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah not, not your fault. The problem right. was I was going to start making money from it because of... The streams got the so stream, high, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's... So I they wanted to make that much money. Yeah. Not enough for, but as soon as money not gets enough, involved, not enough for them to like. Isn't it like three cents per like a thousand plays or something? Like gets to a degree yeah, of three to like yeah, three so for a hundred or something. It depends on the point, app as well. Okay. Yeah, I think Spotify's like three to like something. Three cents. Point zero zero three cents a stream. So you need like a thousand streams for it to be three yeah. cents. If you make if you get a million streams, you get paid four thousand dollars. Video. That's like crazy to think about. Like a million streams is a lot of streams. Yeah. And you get four thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not like that's not right. That's how much the Ultima. Wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> it was going down. I think uh, New Year's resolution you guys should make is making new music together and yes. going back yes. to the studio. Yes, I <laughs> double down on that. Think about There's it, great like acoustics in here. You can come in here anytime <laughs> and work. No really? joke. We're going to be live wow. on air. Yeah, the acoustics Wait <laughs> until I play a song in here. You can plug it into the computer and play it. It's going to sound unreal. Unreal. Yeah, As I said, any song, like simply like I said, but the songs are all right. I'm like, yeah, it's a good song, but pausing, I play this. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll play it. It's all right. Unreal when you play it in here. Unreal. Yeah, those monitors look insane. There's multiple yeah. songs I can tell you about that are unreal in here. Well, maybe I'll play it if you guys surprise you. you guys Another fun fact I'll say about streaming is uh, you notice a lot of artists today, like especially big artists like Jay Z. Uh, I think Beyonce as well. They're big advocates for a streaming app called Tidal. It's just like a Spotify or an Apple Music. But Jay-Z the reason, like yeah, that, the yeah. reason that they are such big advocates for it is because the payouts for streams are so much higher for artists, and so much more money goes to the artist per stream, which makes the app more expensive. Obviously, you know, a Spotify monthly membership is going to be less. But you see a lot of apps that are, uh, or a lot of artists that are trying to advocate for people to switch to title and things like that for that reason. Would you guys switch? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, as a listener, I think Spotify is a great experience. Yeah, I like Spotify. But for artists, you know, I've, I've tried Apple Music. I didn't like it. I think it's cool that on Spotify, like, you can see how many streams people get. Like, yeah, yeah, I think all those things are great. One thing I don't like is, like, on Apple Music, you go on there and all the songs are right there. Like, you don't really have to, like, look, go look for them in yeah, playlists or whatnot. Like, that's on true. On Spotify, you get the top five, and then you kind of got to, like, go through the whole discography if you want to find a single that's on an album or something. That's true. true. No, I yeah. get that. My mom just texted me, Foreign Cause. That's her favorite song of yours, which... I uh, what? My mom, is, my mom is your biggest fan. Number one. I would say number one. <laughs> she, is. she wakes up. I told you this the other day. It was yesterday, right? Yeah. When you put out an EP, you were still at Lipscomb, so I think it was my senior high school, your freshman year, right, of college. <laughs> oh and you put out uh, probably an EP, let's say, at midnight. I didn't know that you were putting it out at midnight or whatever. I wake up in the morning, 6.30, 6 a.m., my mom's tapping me, waking me up. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? And I look at my phone. It's like six, six o'clock. I'm like, dude, what are we doing, mom? And she's like, hey, Ryan, put out new music. Ryan, put out new music. I go into the kitchen. My dad's there listening. My mom's listening. Everyone's up in the house listening. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? It's 6 a.m. No, any, my mom any, is your biggest anytime, fan. Number one. Anytime I, I release something, I know for a fact 
that the Mailari house is, is talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's bumping. That's the yeah. first, stream. I, I, first stream. Yeah, my, my first, like, text usually when I drop something is Jay maybe, and, like, another one, like, you're goaded, like... <laughs> <laughs> I am your biggest fan, I'd say, besides my... My mom's number one, though. I don't, I don't know if anyone can top that, though, because she gets a uh, notification she, at 6 a.m. She, she's she up listening. She gets up, she's ready to go. She's, she's huge. She knows about lyrics, too. She knows all the lyrics, too. Yeah, that's crazy. So I love it. But uh, we'll transition back into sports. I need to get Dan's opinion on the Islanders. Uh, Dan, Isles hockey, then I know Mark, Liam, they can talk about them a little bit too. Islanders probably Mark have Posey. the second best jerseys in the NHL. Who has the first? The Coyotes. Coyotes. Oh, with that. Hey, Sharks. Sharks number one. The Coyotes oh. have the best Sharks, but they don't even have a home That game. is the biggest take you've ever taken, and it is the wrong take. Like, the Sharks are the best logo. Number one logo. In, I like in, the Sharks logo, yeah. It's elite. And number one logo. Their colors are good. Yeah. Their, their jerseys are sick. I like the black one that has, like, the, the big shark. Yes, yeah, so right in the front. Elite. So sick. Elite. Dan Isles, though. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah, one, one more thing I wanted to say about the bees before. Um, this is Olmark's best year of his career by far. No like, question. light no years question. ahead of any other year. So, like, that's that's my other concern that he might regress later in the year mm-hmm. um, oh, as he starts to get more fatigued throughout the year. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I feel like that would be a problem, but I also feel like that with someone under him as young and as, as talented physically and technically gifted as he as Swayman is, like in the crease, he, he's real aggressive as a young goalie. I feel like that he's going to be able to learn from Olmark. Mm-hmm. And yes, I feel like Olmark definitely will degress. There's no way he can keep playing at the skill level. I think Swayman's going to be able to pick up some of that slack. So I feel like that, yes, it's going to... His goal is expected is definitely going to go lower, but I think Swayman's is going to off-put that. And it's going to be pretty even as a strong duo for the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that's another thing, too, is when Swayman was injured for about a month, I want to say, or at least a few weeks, uh, Omar played, like, every game in that stretch except for one. They brought in Keith Kincaid against the Rangers on a back-to-back. Um, and so Omar's games played right now are higher than, like, any goal in the league. Um, and I think there's obviously pros and cons to that because, you know, going down the stretch, having played more games, that fatigue factor... But I think it was really good for him to get all those reps early in the year while the Bruins were playing great hockey in front of him because, um, you know, it looks like and feels like that he's putting together, you know, a Vezina campaign. And I know the Bruins have their sights set on different trophies and whatnot. And so ultimately it will matter how he plays most when it comes down to the playoffs. Uh, But I think, you know, as long as the Bruins continue to play the style of hockey they're playing in front of him, great defensive uh, hockey and, you know, putting up goals every night and everyone's contributing. Um, I, I have faith that Omar can keep it together down the stretch. But like Liam said, I think it's very important for Swayman um, to continue playing well as uh, as well. I mean, he had a great game the other day, almost scored two. Swayman was about, like, less than half a foot away <laughs> from the goalie goal on top of... It was, like, f- more than four goals saved above expected if you looked at, like, the advanced stats behind his performance. So I love seeing both goalies are doing great right now. Yeah, it never hurts to have competition, I think, in any... Sport, right? Never, like competition never. helps. Competition helps you get better. And these guys, having both those, those guys being as yeah. good as they are helps. Yes. And those guys are rooting for each other. I mean, they made the boys. hug that happens oh, after yeah. every win. I mean, you'd love to see it. They did in the Men's World Championship, the IIHF thing they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, they, cool. they started that trend. And I mean, you know, these two guys love each other. You know, they're rooting for each other to play out of their skulls. And they've been playing great. So I think, I'm hoping... I mean, if Omar can continue playing as good as he's been, he, he will be the guy come playoff time. Last playoff, it didn't feel like we knew who the guy was, you know. Um, but both these guys are good, so it's just if he can keep it up, you know, that'll be that'll be huge. I mean, any team that's going to go on a run, you've got to have stellar goaltending in this league, you know. It's just not going to happen if you don't. But, yeah. Was it you sure. earlier who said um, he was reminding you of Tim Thomas? That was No, him. it was me. Yeah, no, I feel like he's, he's being that guy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk to... 
Tim Thomas, like he, he people call called him the only goalie ever to be a rat, and I feel like Olmark's playing. He's very aggressive in the crease. He comes out really like a uh, rat, as in like. Uh, Let's for example in the Winter Classic, he smoked that guy and ended up hurting us, uh, getting scored on. Like he you know, uh, punched the guy in the crease and uh, pushed him out of the way because he was getting a little close for the screen. He's aggressive, yeah. Yeah, but Omar's <laughs> the same way. He's aggressive playing the puck behind the net. He communicates. He'll move the puck forward to uh, try to move the play quickly. He's very confident and a very strong goaltender. And I feel like he's emulating Tim Thomas, and I'm hoping that's going to lead to hopefully another uh, strong Stanley Cup run. Definitely, I'm with that. So. Dan, Isles, we got to hear some things about the Isles. I mean, we're only talking Beach, we love the Beach. We don't, we, we don't uh, not want to talk other teams, too. Dan's a big Isles guy, so we have to talk about Isles. So, yeah, some sure. Isles talk. Yeah. Um, Isles are Isles are definitely a very interesting team right now because, I mean, they don't have that, that same firepower like the Bees. Um, like, their top line right now for tonight's game is uh, Barzal playing with uh, Josh Bailey and Oliver Wallstrom. Which is nuts to think about. Um, Wallstrom from that. Former BC Eagle. BC Eagle. BC. He only went for one year. Yeah. He went for one year. Yeah. He also is. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers from the uh, mini threes for oh, the Bruins. Yeah, mini one on one. He oh, was the one was who uh, picked it up on the stick, did a full three sixty, and uh, really scored top yeah. shot. Did you see that video? Yep, that was no, him. We'll show you that after this. It's awesome. He committed two months later. Two months later, he committed to BC. How old is he? 15, I think he was 11 or 12. He had to be super young to be on the... Uh, yeah, I knew he committed many threes. It's 11, like, it's youth hockey. I thought, yeah. I thought he committed to was like 13. Harvard. I don't think so. Not to, to my, I, don't, I thought my, he switched it like, when he got older. Maybe. Maybe. Possible. Get a little fact check going. Yeah, I'll make sure we get it right. But Dan, keep talking to us. I'm looking. But yeah, like so, outside of like Barzal, Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, I mean, Wallstrom has a ton of potential, but they don't have that same firepower. So they just have a ton of guys who would be in like normal teams, middle six, Drilled where it. it's like they can they can hang with like a ton of teams, like the Bruins that they played mm-hmm. uh, last week. They were in that game, uh, lost in a shootout. Um, Joey and I were actually <laughs> at that game up in the yeah. balcony. That was a good um, one. It was a great, great game to go to. But um, this team, it's like they'll be in the game against basically anyone in the NHL. Um, I actually pulled up the stat. They um, <laughs> Not the Bruins, right? <laughs> 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 I don't know about that one. But, Let's hear the stat, though. You good. Um, yeah, so this stat, this was as of like a week ago um, before they lost to the Bruins. But um, it says that if you bet $100 on all 16 games that the Islanders were the favorite, you would be down $47. But if you bet a hundred bucks on every time they were the, they were the underdog, you would be up three hundred sixty one dollars. Wow! So yeah. they're dogs. It's, yeah, they're dogs. So it's like that just shows that like they don't have that firepower where they could just demolish a bad team like the Coyotes. They just got smoked by the Coyotes uh, a few days ago, and and then they turned around and beat the Golden Knights the next day. So it's like this is a team where it's they're not going to be super super consistent against bad teams. But I mean. Any any day that they go out there, they're going to be in the game. Um, so I don't know what that means for um, this year. I mean, because last year they were pretty horrible. I mean, yeah. they were pretty horrible. But they had, was, they had the whole fiasco of the, the arena not being done. Yeah, yeah, so week six in the season or something. Yeah, a lot of outside, mm-hmm. And then they had COVID twice, right? You had two stretches. Yeah, they, they, had got, COVID, they got they got absolutely out. killed with COVID because that they were like the first team to have yeah. like six plus guys out with COVID, and the NHL didn't know what to yeah, do. They so do anything, so yeah. they kind of just like made the Islanders keep playing their games. And then, like, the next team that had a COVID problem, they're like, all right, you're going to have, like, your next five games canceled. Yeah, so it was like the, the, the Isles kind of got killed with that. Um, but 
also, I mean, they just did not perform against bad teams. Um, so I'm not going to blame it all on that. And um, it's going to be interesting this year because, I mean, Adam Pellick, one of the, I, mm-hmm. I think one oh. of the top defensive defensemen in the in the league right now. He's been very good. Absolutely, yeah. He's, yeah. he's mm-hmm. been out. Yeah. He's banged up, right? Yeah. He's been out. He was out against the Bruins. Um, he's been out for probably, I want to say, since maybe two weeks. Bovillier was out. Um, Bovillier, mm-hmm. Bovillier, yeah. Bovillier was out. Uh, Paul Mary's been out. He just he just uh, got hurt again yesterday. Um, and fourth liner, Clarabuck's been out. Um, so I, they're going to have to deal with some injuries, but um, it's, it's given some guys like uh, Hudson Fashing, some dude who has like 20 career games in the NHL, mm-hmm. um, but over like five years, um, had an absolutely filthy goal uh, yesterday where he like he brought the puck into the crease quick deke through the legs um so he and he's been playing very well so he's going to get a lot more playing time um so i mean, we'll see what happens this year i mean sorokin's been sorokin's been interesting yeah. this year because yeah. first 20 games um i saw someone that said like he was second in the league in uh high impact save percentage um he was on fire yeah and then last five six games he's been near the bottom of the league in that stat so um, he's kind of been playing, maybe, maybe he's been playing too much because, um, this year, as opposed to previous years, um, the coachings put him out there for four or five games, five or six games. Um, so I guess Varlamov's going to have to pick up more of that slack and he actually just got hurt yesterday. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. The, um, injury, the injury has been killer. I think you were talking about Sorokin. I feel like it's tough to really put it on him because you talked about Clutterbuck and you talked about uh, Pellick being out. Those are two. Palmieri. Palmieri. A lot of big big guys who are really strong defensively. We saw Palmieri a lot with the Devils play really strong defense. Like Zaka, you were talking about with Zaka earlier. Offense. Yeah, it's just, it's tough with injuries. you got to find guys who can fill those roles. And uh, you're able to with that uh, guy you mentioned who only had those 20 games, but it's hard to find the pieces when mm-hmm. you have the injuries and you can't expect Sorokin to stick up, stand on his head every day. Yeah. Like we can't expect Omar to keep playing how yeah. amazing he is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. So definitely. I think we you rely, can't rely on, on that as well. Exactly. Yeah, Northeast right. relies on Devin Levi to go yeah. three yeah. to three to one every single game. It just yeah. hasn't worked this season, obviously. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. You rely on your goalie a lot of time. Especially when they're so good, you want them to only give up a goal yeah. a game because that's just yeah. what you're used to. And that's what expectations typically are. But uh, obviously, they're going to have an off night give up four goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing to fact check. Ryan did drill it. Uh, he did commit originally to Harvard. Originally was UMaine, though, at nine years old. Oh, uh, no, for 13, hold on. Falls at 13 years old, committed to UMaine in seventh grade. The first player in the 2000s to commit to play college hockey. Youngest player ever to commit to play college hockey as well at 13. Wow. Committing to UMaine, that's where his dad went mm-hmm. before playing in Sweden. He's from Maine, right? Yes, yes, from Maine. Then switched his commitment to BU in 20... Uh, what year is it here? Doesn't say it. And then committed to BC by 2018. So, I don't know. He switched three times. But he did have a goal at the age of nine during a shootout contest uh, during that Bruins three-on-three. Yeah, uh, mini one-on-one three, yeah. one thing, yeah. So, I thought he committed to 13. I thought I read before he was the youngest. Yeah. That's why I said 13 to 14. Yeah. I thought I read that before. Because when he was coming to BC, Mike Kroger was the biggest fan of him. We had a bet at one point, actually. He was going to have 50 points, 40 points. That's for sure, which is nuts. <laughs> and what did he have? Sorry, 28. No, not even... Eight goals, 11 assists, 19 points. So Mike owes me money still. He said he was going to have like 40 points. That was the year before that Adam got lit it up, and then he came back uh, for that 2017-2018 season and had like 30 goals and like 25 assists, something yeah, it crazy. Was insane. Yeah, it was uh, insane. And I remember saying to Mike, like, oh, God, that's the best player in college hockey. He's like, oh, wait for this guy to come in. And I don't know much about him. That's why I knew he was committed early because I looked him up and ended up never getting my money. So Mike owes me there. But UMaine, <laughs> he did commit to originally. We're a big UMaine basketball fan and UMaine football. So Swayman did. Yeah. Swayman did. Hey, for the gambling prodigy, anyone wants to gamble? So UMaine plays Ohio State on Wednesday night. 
in basketball. Really? <laughs> they will be covering in that game. <laughs> yeah, they will not. They will be covering that game. Ooh. They will be covering. Really? Oh, I mean, they were a 20-point underdog versus BC. The sports guru, me and my curly, had that game. We actually had the money line. They ended up winning, so it worked out. So you made basketball dogs. They play hard. They had a tough game look like tonight against Akron. Uh, so a Mac opponent. You guys know like my bit American football. Oh, yeah. Mac basketball. Uh, they had a tough game tonight. It looked like they were down like 20 at half. And then I didn't get to check back in. But, you know, Wednesday night would be a good game, hopefully. I but, played basketball yeah. at their, uh, their court one. Orono, Maine? Yeah. You mean? Is that when we went to visit? Orono is such a hike. Yeah, it's a drive. It's, it's a drive. so far away. And there's it's nothing a hike. on that drive. Yeah. Like, uh, you think the drive to St. Michael's is bad. It's not as bad as Maine. <laughs> Yeah, St. Mike's is tough. It is a hike, too. St. Mike's is a hike. Uh, let's see what that score was of the game really quick. Just want to yeah, well, keep this uh, up. UMaine lost by 32. Uh-oh. Oh, so who, who? Could be tough for Ohio State. <laughs> I think they're going to play up to their competition. I'll say that. They're going to play, play up. Like the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> I know we were talking about yeah. the Islanders, and we didn't want to go back onto the Bs. And I think Mark might be able to give we're us correct, anywhere. There's the, no rules the correct information for this uh, stat. But Matt Barzell actually almost uh, should have been a Bruin. We, uh, the, <laughs> that was a tough call. The three picks prior to Matt Barzell were all owned by the Bruins. I know mm-hmm. one was DeBrusque, who, uh, out of who's, those been, three, who's really he's, re- he's, had a resurgence this year. Out of those three picks, he's the only one who's uh, really on the NHL level. I yeah. know uh, four, four back. Zaboros, like Zaboros a seventh defenseman right now. Sedition was one of those. Sedition was the last of the three picks. And as soon as he was taken, they said he was projected to be in the second round. Like, what were the Bruins thinking? And he hasn't panned out whatsoever. So they got rid of him, right? That was a tough go. Yeah, I mean, they... look, a lot of Bruins fans will look back and much more regret. And there was a time where I was very <laughs> sorrowful about those picks. But just with DeBrusque reviving his career this year and, you know, a, a lot of the decisions. I said this to Joey the other day. The decisions made by the Bruins management over the last few years have been heavily criticized. And don't get me wrong, they deserve to be criticized for a lot of things. The Mitchell Miller signing, as well as the three picks where they could have had Barzell, Kyle Connor, who was a 40-goal scorer last year, or uh, Thomas Chabot from Ottawa, who's been playing unbelievable oh, he's for them. He's too. a defenseman. Um, and so they shouldn't be overlooking those draft picks. They've talked about that before. But there's a lot of things that they've done right, and I think that's why they're on top of the league standings right now. And I hope that they stay there, you know? Yeah. Um, so a lot of those decisions, it's great. To yeah, uh, we actually just had a text uh, from my girlfriend. Uh, she goes to uh, the University of Michigan. Uh, Jamie was talking about UMaine basketball, and uh, she wanted to just let us know that uh, she's rooting for UMaine. Yeah, she's definitely rooting uh, for She's UMaine, not a big Ohio uh, State fan, so yeah. thank you, Riley. I appreciate it. That <laughs> yeah. mean a lot. Rule UMaine. They're dogs. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. You guys know I like the Clippers because they play hard. That's the main reason I start liking the Clippers besides Paul George. They play very hard. You made basketball. There's not a loose ball that team won't get. Oh no! Even versus Ohio State, they dive on the ground. Yeah. They'll hit the head off the court every play. <laughs> what is Ryan doing? I wish it was a live recording. Maybe I should have set up. Yeah, get a you know what I should have done? I should have set up a YouTube live, dude, and then we should have done it live. I was like, these people are listening. You should drill that and just not tell anyone. Let it go. I should have put a YouTube live up. Where can you put a camera in here? Though, honestly, like right here, I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But there's no way to put a camera. I don't know. Like sailing, I guess. I don't know. No, you do got to start recording it, bro. That's content. Yeah, you're right. Do I have the space in my phone though to do that? I don't. I don't. I don't. That's something we should talk about. We got a lot of people in here that. That should be contenting more. Literally. I don't promote anything on like my yeah, podcast I mean, Instagram account, which I should. This will be one thing. We just got a picture before we came in, uh, which I think we should have a picture in the studio, honestly, just because how nuts is we have 26 yeah, people in there. I don't know how we have 30 people. I don't know how we're doing this. It is 100 degrees. It's yeah. It's 100 degrees. Hey, we're we're getting through it. Off. We're not getting through dying. it. Before Dan, Dan ends up leaving, because he will be leaving at some point, we'll have Ryan take a selfie oh. from that angle since no one else can take one. Take a one. Else, you, you selfie. Oh, selfie. You want the king? I want to keep going. What, no, we're keep going. I'm oh, saying oh, by, oh, by, oh, by the time Dan leaves, like Dan has to leave early, I said. So uh, by the time he leaves, we got to make sure we get one. 47 people that are in this room right now. <laughs> I want to keep going. <laughs> I, do, uh, I do want to keep going. I like it. All right. Uh, um, but yeah, you mentioned what I want. Uh, we, we were talking about NHL draft. Um, it's... 
It's one of those things that's just a giant crapshoot. Like, outside of the first 10 picks, you have no idea if some guy's supposed to be in the first round or the third round, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, last, what was it? Not this past draft, the year before, um, Islanders got uh, Atu Ratu in with the 47th pick, Mm -hmm. um, and he's looking like he's going to be an elite player, Mm -hmm. probably up in the NHL next year at, like, 21 years old. Um, and so I, I think he's going to be a stud, and everyone was saying that he should have been top 15 pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, was the same thing with uh, the Bruins and Fabian Lysella. I think that might have been the same mm-hmm. draft. And he fell outside the top 10. People were saying yeah, he could have like gone, gone top 10, but he was yeah. uh, what number 20 or oh, 21 technically uh-huh. because of oh, the Arizona Coyotes correct. forfeited draft pick with the draft combine. Uh, the they had. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think that it, you're right. I mean, a lot of the NHL draft, like, it's – it's so hard. I mean, there's so many guys like you know who come out of like, you know, uh, fall outside the top ten or whatever, and you don't know what you know an organization's thinking and stuff. But I remember hearing about him, Abratu, and uh, how good he was going to be. And so, I mean, obviously, we for his success in New York as well. So yeah, I mean, now the now the Islanders. I just saw um, a few days ago their fifth round pick last year um, in last year's draft. He had five goals in a game wow. a few yeah. days a few days ago in uh, in the OHL, which is a more offensive league. Mm-hmm. But still, five goals in a game, whatever league it is, that's nuts. And he was a fifth round pick. The OHL yeah. has so, great goals. That's what I want to tell you. Yeah, Aaron Ekblad, Aaron Ekblad, when he got drafted, I don't think he could do a pull up. Like, I don't think he got. I don't know if that he, was him. No, I think it was him. I know Casey Middlestat. Yeah, I mean, Aaron, was did, did Ekblad go Casey first Middlestat overall? Was, uh, yeah. Ekblad was first overall. Yeah, it was Ekblad. Yeah, Casey Middlestat was unable to do a, it was a, a bench press. Dude, that's like crazy to me. Like, these are, these are, they're signing contracts for like millions of dollars and they can't do a pull-up? Yeah, that is well, you gotta but, it, but they're going first overall. Like that's that's why I think it's just crazy. Like the combine you know, is like nuts. You know who can do a push up? It's not going first overall. That should go first overall in hockey. Jacob Curley. Right. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, Jacob reps. Jacob reps. Jacob do push ups. Jacob can do push ups. If you if you sent Jacob, ah, I don't think you can do the bench press. <laughs> but but if you sent Jacob to the NHL combine, he he would perform. Like <laughs> yeah, he performs. It was, perform. was, was, was two twenty five for the bench presses. Hockey dreams are still alive. Yeah, Jacob still alive in my eyes. The coaches would be like, that pick looks. Really good. <laughs> I should have dropped that. <laughs> <laughs> I, want him, I want him on my team. Hey, seven three Bs by the way. Seven three Bs. Oh, yeah. wow. First one had a goal. My mom says another one. So I'm staying up to date. I try to keep well, us up awesome. to date with this. I love to hear that. Love to Gotta hear that. Seven three Bs. Hey, we don't have to worry about goaltending if we're going to put up a football score every game. It's against Spencer Knight. Not any goaltending. It's against Spencer Knight. Yeah, but he's, he's coming off an injury, so let's give him a little bit. I always thought Spencer Knight was good. I always thought he was overrated, though. Oh, he gave three or four goals a game. Speaking of goalies who were underrated and also people who went super late in the NHL draft, Devin Levi. Devin Levi, absolutely. Seventh best round goal in college hockey. MVP of college hockey last year. Should have been, but he got snowed the best goalie in college Another goalie won the Hobie Baker, but... Devin Levi won best goalie in college hockey. Don't know how that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the Richter sense. award, but yeah, he should have won. Should have won Hobie. <laughs> Devin Levi, James another guy in the NHL draft who went super late, and I think he's going to be a stud. In the James Hosey's underrated who's though, he, for sure. Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Was drafted by Florida. Oh, and he Florida got traded to Buffalo. 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 That's, he will. Yeah, they, they had Spencer Knight yeah. and they he had Levi. I would have went with Levi personally. I think Spencer Knight's good. Don't get me wrong. But I went to a lot of his games freshman year. He gave three or four goals a game. They were just winning because it was seven to four every game. Or six to three. Shout out to my boy. Five to two. Muse. John B's former BC legend. Oh, legend. BC legend. I mean, there's a lot of big, good BC goalers over the years. So. John, John Wall was gr- really good while he was here. No. Yeah. Toronto, yeah. Toronto, Eric Dopp, Eric Dopp, the goat. Paul the biggest Dopp fan I know. I was the biggest Dopp fan last year. Too bad he had a bad season, but it is what it is. <laughs> hey, we'll talk college hockey really quick, just for a minute. Dan, big BC hockey fan. We actually met 
Nikita Nestorenko a few weeks ago. Actually, had the pleasure of talking hockey for an yeah. hour, which was awesome. Uh, Dan, talk some BC hockey. What do you think about the season? And obviously, the first half season, BC finished very strong. I think they were around like four, one in, one in their last six games played. Uh, had some really big wins in that stretch. Mm-hmm. Beating BU was huge, 9-6. to six. 15 goals in that game was nuts. Uh, beat Northeastern actually one game. Mm-hmm. Lost to Northeastern in OT or a shootout once. Uh, mm-hmm. Which that was a Cam Lund game. We were in New York City and we were gotcha. watching. And yeah, that he had game four goals, yep. uh, which was nuts. Uh, but Dan's a big BC hockey fan. What have you seen from the team? And obviously now the second half season coming in just a week and a half mm-hmm. now. They're playing at Arizona State, playing for Northeastern great TJ Semdefilter. What have you seen from the team? Yeah, I mean they started out slow. I mean it's a pretty young team. I mean that you have uh, Cutter Gauthier coming in, uh, top five pick in last year's draft mm-hmm. to so the Flyers. Yeah. He's absolutely filthy. Absolutely yeah. nuts. I, I have not seen a big four with him with the skill he has in the entire time that I've been here at BC. Um, like, I mean, like, Boldy, he's probably around six foot, but he didn't have the same... He has a stick he, he, he didn't have the same on-ice presence as no. Gauthier. You, 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 give Gauthier the, good, you give him the puck, and he's going he's gonna to do something filthy with it every single time. Um, and I also like Nikita. He's been a dog out there. Um, they switched up the lines recently, uh, moving uh, Gauthier kind of around, trying to spread out some of that offense, because they... Originally had uh, Gautier with Nikita and uh, Ambrosio on the top line. And Ambrosio is a smaller forward, but he's probably best speed on the team. So I like that combination. But because there's so many young guys on the team, they're trying to spread out that offense, which I kind of understand. Um, and lately, they've been playing a lot better. I mean, they beat BU at home in a crazy, crazy game. What was Jerry it like? It was what? Like, oh, really? Jerry York Knight. 96. 96. Wow, yeah. 96. Absolutely 15 goals. nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, and they beat... Northeastern earlier in the year at home. Um, should have beat them twice, but they decided to give up, like, three goals. <laughs> three goals in the last like, 11 minutes. Yeah, that, yeah, that was 11 minutes. And it's including one with, like, under a second left. Like, mm-hmm. Cam Lund's goal was with, like, a tenth of a second left on, on the clock, which is mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, so I think... Big win for us. So I think preseason, everyone was thinking that the BC Hawk team was going to be really bad. But, I mean, a bunch of guys have stepped up this year so far. I mean, like, Oscar Yelvik has played very, yep. very good Ruined freshman. Prospect. Yep. Um, Mitch been, Benson. I've been talking about him for a while. He was a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. He's he's very good from Sweden, but continue. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah then Mitch Benson and Nets mm-hmm. been elite. Great yeah, goalie. Benson's Transfer been great. Colgate. Um, it's just the one problem with the team is that pretty much all of their defensemen, I mean, outside of like their uh, six foot eight guy, I, I always forget what his name is, but um, <laughs> like literally all of their defensemen are offensive. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. So it's like when Marshall Warren brings up the puck, um, it's like there's no one back that's going to be able to stop a 2v1. Um, which, I mean, that's going to be their downfall against teams like Northeastern and BU that can put in a lot of goals. Um, well, speed. I mean, speed. BU is doing circles around BC when BC won that game. Mm-hmm. They did circles around, B, uh, around Northeastern, too, when I went to that game. And mm-hmm. BC, they did. BU is just so fast. They played to a different pace than the other team always. If I could play at any college, like hockey, Northeastern. In the enti- not in the entire country, it would be BC. Yeah, that's crazy. You've been the biggest BC fan. Yeah, I, I've, for a while. yeah I've, I still have that stick hanging up in my room. Like, dude. I'm never gonna. You mess a little. Maybe like back in the day, I would have. I'm saying I, UNH. Dude, I still love to go. I would have played UNH. UNH ah. is sick. I like, I, I like UNH's jerseys though. UNH's jerseys are nice. Does have nice jerseys. It's nice. not a hockey school, but considering a couple of Northeastern kids just transferred out there, who me and Joey Mailer are very fond of, Arizona State. <laughs> Robert Master Simone. That would be, be, that would be a fun nasty, school to play though. hockey at. It's becoming a hockey school. It is. Master Simone is a good talent. One of BU's best players went over there. Then Northeastern's backup goalie should have been the starter. You know, Levi left, but Levi. I'm saying they're so smart. He's great. It's crazy. The Jacksons both are so talented. The Jackson brothers from Northeastern, great players. And they led the OHL. The Jacksons were unreal. They were they had one of the best lines in like the OHL in the entire league. Uh, they both had like 30, 40 points each, like 30 in 30 games played. Like a bunch of uh, 
I think a bunch of NHLers now are like actually from the state of Arizona. Like I think Zebras oh, yeah. might be from uh, Arizona. Matthews, Matthews is a big one. Hot zone. What did you say? It's a, it definitely is an up and coming hot zone for the NHL. Yeah. I didn't know if Zegers was from there. I, I know Zegers was from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Coyotes oh, yeah. are still <laughs> terrible. The Coyotes are still terrible. Yeah, I think, I think the help was helping with that, grow the sport of hockey in uh, that area is like Zegers, like him being on the cover. That's huge for California and just that whole area as a whole. And then junior hockey is growing. I, know, I don't know if you, anyone here really knows anything about junior hockey, but the USPHL just made a new NCDC, which is uh, a lot of Division One players, a lot of BC guys that play there. Uh, a friend of ours, Quinn McCarthy, uh, over at Nichols, he's playing there now. Uh, he played for the South Shore Kings in the NCDC. It's a really good league where guys are able yeah, to play. The Islanders. They get yeah. developed, right? Yeah, they're able to play for free. Develop. and get developed and get to be seen by these play uh, in front of these colleges where in the west before these colleges wouldn't travel out there to go see the hockey because it was just had a bad rep of just not being good hockey it was uh dirty people were just hitting people from behind it was all just fighting and now with the ncdc now moving out there it's giving a new name to the game and it's definitely making a lot of schools like northeastern and bc give those kids another look that's awesome huh. oh for sure that's sick which mm-hmm. team became ncdc in cali in Cal, it's well, it's on Cal- it's Cali. It's uh, the Pueblo Bulls, Pueblo Bulls in Ca- uh, Colorado. Uh, there's two in uh, two in Utah, uh, in uh, Provo, uh, one in Ogden. There is uh, the Spud Kings in Idaho. It's a lot of just the, uh, the western part of the state. There's a lot more in the tier three league for the uh, for the Ca- uh, for California with the Fresno Monsters. They have the Long Beach Shredders, which is a really cool one. Uh, their logo, which is a guy uh, ripping a guitar on a uh, surfboard. It's sick. <laughs> That's what their logo is. Yeah, it's it's definitely and they had a hot tub for their games. It only lasted two games because it started to le- it started to leak. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the game of hockey out west is definitely getting uh, revived, even at the club like club level and at the division one level for NCAA. It's getting a lot bigger. Dude, it's a hundred degrees in here. Wow. Yeah, it's getting a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all the bodies. It's a hundred degrees in the Caribbean seas. I don't know how. He says it in Miami. It is. It is one hundred degrees in here. Well, I'd probably take up all the sound though. We had some. Oh, sound no, one you said. Like, I thought you said a quiet one. I got you. Yeah. I thought you talked about that. Larry Kenny. No, I thought you talked about that. I thought you talked about that fan that Ryan Walsh has at his frat, U.S. Amherst. That thing will keep it in. Shout out Lawrence. Shout out Lawrence. Lawrence. All right. So, before we keep going, one more thing. Uh, for yeah, go ahead. I gotta ask. I'm. You two might know. For the people who don't go to big hockey schools, do you know who is currently leading the hockey East? If you gotta guess, give me one, one, one. Oh first. yeah. If you don't, if you know the answer, don't answer it. But if you don't know, don't tell know me it. who. Um. I Your guess. If you gotta give one. I'd probably say it's um, the one that's under Boston Providence, Providence College. No, it's not Providence College. Do you know what it is? I think I know what it is. It's not UVM. Do you know what it is? Yeah, you guys have a really bad. The current year. number one team is Merrimack. Yeah. They're top five in college. That's top five in college hockey. They moved. They made the jump to the Division One level three years ago. That's crazy. They're good. Yeah, they're solid. They have a lot of. BBC it's like at home. Yeah. Easily. Would it be the worst drink in the? Oh, East. I totally agree. The worst drink. Merrimack. The worst Merrimack? drink. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the worse ice than is Dorchester terrible. Youth Hockey Rink. No. It's the worst rink. It's worse. It's oh, worse than Dorchester Youth Hockey. That rink is sick. I've played there too. It's, it's sick. That rink is sick. Merrimack? Yeah. No. It's dirty, bro. Are you serious? It's not even close to the best in the hockey East. The hockey East is sick. Merrimack is disgusting. Is Bentley? Bentley's not in the hockey East. No, right? he's no. not. They're, uh, they're uh, Atlantic hockey. Uh, they're Atlantic hockey. They're Atlantic hockey with AIC. Oh, right. With AIC, Niagara, RIT. They're ECAC. AIC. I'm a big fan of I'm a huge AIC hockey fan. They just joined our side of the conference for all the other sports. Really? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, I play them four times this year. Wow. Do you? Do you play them in Springfield? I'm going to that game then. No, we're, we're in 
Also, I'm a big fan of the I'm Hawkins. Mad, I'm mad it's not in Springfield because I've been, to every school, I've been to every school on our side of the conference, obviously, because we've had home and away games. But I've never been to AIC, and we've played them before, so I was hoping this time it would be at, at AIC. AIC yeah. So I could just add another field to the list. Yeah, yeah that, that, they're on the Atlantic Hockey with like Mercy Hurst, Holy Cross, Dude, Mercy Hurst RIT, IPI, all of them. All those, most of those schools have D2 sports. Like, A lot of them, yeah. Benley is... Uh, Division two baseball, right? Yeah. yeah, football. Yep. Um, what's it called? Is AIC is? Um, uh, Mercy, 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 Mercy is. Mercy is as well. Um, like R- ben, RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology. How do you say that? That's uh, <laughs> Bemidji State. Bemidji State. Yeah, State. Yes. They, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they're, they're not in that. Though. Bemidji State's in a different conference. In no, but but, yeah. but like they're in the. There's a lot of D ones out there. Well, that have, State. Like Saint yes. Cloud State. Saint Cloud State is yeah. like dirty at hockey. They're D two for baseball and like. Yeah. Close to us in the rankings. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're talking college hockey, me and Mike have talked about these two really quick. They had a four-game skid, lost four in a row at one point. It's a tough call. I was saying to Mike, I, I don't know what we're going to do. Do we got to turn around? We're going to keep my morale up. Skis hockey kept me going last year. They got a win, though, which was great last night. Yep. Four to three in overtime over Long Island. They're up three nothing at one point. Choked the lead. It actually got yeah, to be three two, three three. Then it was three three going to OT. Sam Colangelo got a second goal of the night. Skis won four to three. Huge win. Now they have a week or two off before they play December thirtieth at Bentley. So hopefully get a win there. Bentley's not having the best year. They're in a really bad year. Bentley's like second or third. Bentley's ranking is so cool. Too. I'm hoping. Uh, baseball field. Yeah. What do you think about Northeast hockey? Let's, oh, yeah. hear, let's hear some. Takes. I'm hoping Northeastern hockey can ride the ship. I mean, I obviously got a big stretch coming up. Um, you know, Harvard playing, after that. Yep. UConn twice is really good. Merrimack UConn, twice. UConn twice. At Frozen DC. Fenway. Frozen Fenway as well. I'd love to see them get a win there. I mean, obviously Fenway being so close to the school, you don't want a team from Connecticut coming in and beating us. Um, <laughs> seriously, that would be that would be heartbreaking. Um, I'm very much looking forward to going to that game, and then obviously the Bean Pot. That's a huge thing, you know. Any team that could come away. February sixth, eight o'clock. What is that yeah. UVM game? UVM. They play yeah, at UVM, UVM. February eighteenth. Oh, yeah. We're going to that. We oh yeah, we'll be going to UVM. UVM. We'll see yeah, Saturday. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's in Burlington. Like, Vermont uh, in February. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, that'd be a great game. Your boy's gonna have to get a. That'd be a fun game. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. The Staples Garland never ends. Bro, I'm mad at UVM athletics right now, though. Because they're knocking down the Gutterson Fieldhouse. Top 10 staples in the East, go. Yeah, they <laughs> the best, best regional, uh, regional Top 10 stores. items in staples, go. Uh, pens. Staples. The, <laughs> the staples in the top five. The namesake. The namesake's got to be number one. Uh, staples in the top five items at staples. Items? Yeah. Uh, one of the most I'm going to think of the most things that people. The correct yeah. answer has to be. One of the most bought items. That was easy. Uh, yeah, that's the best one. I didn't actually one. think I kept pressing that like when I was a Yeah, it's got to be one. But um, <laughs> actually, a lot of people don't buy those anymore. It's going out of style. I would yeah, say. I Life's gotten okay. harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in back. That was easy buttons. That wasn't so easy. Life is hard. Yeah. That's a good sales pitch. You should be like, hey, I'm we, should, we should start making. That wasn't so easy. No, he said. Oh, dear. I'm going to be hitting those all the way at Copy Center because that place fucking blows. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Joking. Uh, I guess pe- a lot of people buy pens. That's like the top thing. I know James always is in there getting pens. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say chairs. And just you talking about that, James said we need to hear more from Jacob. So he's going to give him what he wants. Uh, yeah, he pens, uh, 
chairs. A lot of people bought chairs today, actually. Gaming chairs. I don't know why people buy chairs. Nice. So, oh, there's a big tourney coming up, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, if they go buy staples, good question. Honestly, I, the one thing that I don't see a lot of people buy as staples is staples. Oh, God. People are always asking for staples at coffee You guys sell, like, coffee makers and stuff, too. Like, yeah, all do. kinds of stuff. iPhone yeah. charges, Reese's. Yeah, we do. Actually, yeah. Reese's. 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 <laughs> Reese's. I'll be there. There's actually, the funniest thing is, like, I would see when I'd be at the register is, like, these, these big dudes, like, I know I shouldn't get that. But I get that. Like, 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 they're eyeing the Reese's like, you shouldn't put that Reese's in front of me, man. I'm like, I don't put that up there. <laughs> that's me. That's so me. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. one of them. Was it's I like, one of them when I went? I probably. probably yeah. I'm not, I'm not buff like uh, that. I guess people... Always, <laughs> these buff dudes. I'm people like have been getting, um... <laughs> Uh, oh, the what's it called? <laughs> Boxes recently because of Christmas and stuff. Uh, like, so I can hit the gym harder though. Yeah, Christmas. me too. Dan hit the gym harder. We're actually gonna talk. Well, yeah, a lot of people. A, a lot of people put out, like orders in for like a hundred Christmas cards, but there's like a thing that they have now where it costs like there's a coupon that you can put online that's like zero bucks. Like, hey, zero, zero dollars. <laughs> you don't have to pay for uh, holiday cards. It's weird. I don't know what the. Let's hear it from Jacob first. Are staples going out of fashion? <laughs> Are staples like the brand or the... No, the staples the, itself. Like the staples sta- I would, I would think so. the paper clips instead and just not stapling things? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Might those, be. Those, those new printers can like... And like make the pages together like like with like the yeah. printers actually yeah. printers, yeah. Yeah. printers. Yeah. Right. Right. it staples it for you this, yeah there's a what? yeah literally not, yeah. we don't, yeah. we don't yeah. have that machine we don't have that cool stuff at, um, at the self <laughs> machines you can choose the staples stuff yeah it staples for you it just pops out of there. legit crazy it's pretty cool yeah and I thought double sided printing was cool like <laughs> well people didn't know that they they're like but the thing it's is catching people on. don't want to pay extra to get so that's why they always ask for like do you guys have a staple update I'm like yeah. And then, I hate stapling stuff. Me too. I always, I always like actually. When you do your homework, you my hand. I always <laughs> staple my hand. When you do your homework, you gotta staple it. You don't actually staple your hand. You mess with the stapler because you're so fidgety. <laughs> Dude, there's been a couple times though where I've had staples like fully. In my hand. Dude, I've stapled my finger before. Hurricane Harold. Hot glued my Hurricane Harold. I stapled my thumb. It was bad. I I've also, I've also, when I was younger, like I don't know why I did this, but I used to put like staples and like paper clips. And pins like through my fingers, just to do and, it. Like and like yeah, and be like look, and, and, and I'd be like look, just and I'd go like that, and they would like in my just hand. to feel something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. That was that was definitely a. Like Happy Gilmore's taking free, balls with the chest yeah, to do it. Yeah, I got three hundred sixty-five more days till the next hockey season. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wonder if he ever went to the hockey trial. They never even show it. All they, they showed all, 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 no, but all they, the care about, no. all they care about is his golf career after. Like, yeah, they don't even check in on him. They don't even check in on him. Like, hey, you still chasing that that hockey stuff? Also, what a missile he had breaking the glass! Come on now, what, uh, yeah, dude, he's talented. Yeah, raw talent, raw talent. Better luck next year. So I'm gonna transition to baseball. So we're gonna talk a lot about the MLB free agency. We'll start off with the Mets. Since they had a better free agency than the Red Sox, it's probably more entertaining to talk about the Red Sox, I'll say. No, it's not debatable. That's yeah, debatable. <laughs> we'll talk about the Mets. They had a great free agency. <laughs> That's not debatable. Not debatable. Not debatable. I, I was over here trying to be like, yeah, debatable. Like, no, I'm, I'm the yeah. one saying, oh, not the Bruins, oh, not yeah, this. Yeah. But yeah, you can't even say The Sox offseason yeah. was just sad. Uh, yeah. We can break down the Mets. Obviously, re-signing Brandon Nimmo was great. Re-signing Edmund Diaz was awesome. They ended up losing Jacob deGrom. Replacing him with Justin Verwind, which Did was great. Did go to, like, Texas? Texas, yeah. yeah. Texas Rangers. Why? But they got, Why? I mean, they got Verwind, and then they got Quintana, they got more money. And he also did want to be in the New York media. I was reading, actually, an article about him uh, the other day. I didn't mention this to Dan yet. That he ended up just not wanting to be, like, in the media. He, at first, he used to say, like, oh, I'll talk to her in the week. You're not on stat days. 
then it would be limited on start days. Then it would be to a point where he doesn't want to talk at all. I guess he just wants to be outside of New York and not be in the New York media. And Texas is a great place to go because yeah, no one cares about baseball as much. It's Cowboys. all Dallas Cowboys. No one's covering the Rangers. No exactly. Yeah, Rangers. and another thing, too, I mean, he signed that monster contract. Texas is one of the lowest tax yeah. rates in the Ex- country. That adds it, too. They mentioned that, too. He won't, he won't come out and say that. No athlete will, but that's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can also buy a house in Texas that's like six times the size of ours. For the exact same price as yeah, ours. Yeah, it's insane. It's nuts. Definitely. Uh, so, Dan, so you obviously get Justin Verland to replace Jacob yeah. Brown, which is huge. Jose Quintana, great add to the lineup, uh, to the rotation. And then mm-hmm. you also got... Yes, Senga from Kodai Senga. Yep. Kodai Senga, he's a stud. Uh, you guys made a lot of off-season moves. Let's hear your opinion on all of them. I know you were very excited about Brandon Nemo coming yeah. back, but mm-hmm. uh, let's hear what you got. Yeah, so I think signing... I am Senga was huge. We, we also uh, signed Robertson for the Wolfen, but... Yep, um, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think getting Nimmo is huge because the center field market was just pretty horrible this free agency outside of Nimmo. I mean there was Kevin Kiermaier was like the was, was like the second center fielder available. He just got speed. <laughs> um so it was like out, if if the Mets weren't going to get Nimmo, they were either going to have to make a trade for like a like a Brian Reynolds or someone there or they were going to have to move Marte to center, which I mean based on his recent injuries in the last few years I know that they didn't really want to do that. Um, so getting Nemo back was huge. And obviously re-signing uh, Diaz, he, absolutely Big huge time. for that bullpen because they lost <laughs> at least like... Give us a little more. Give us a little more. I think being in the stadium for that, dude, is, is one of like the most insane... like. Feelings, moments, like it's like wild. Thing I almost cried, dude. I almost cried. I was Shabashin. like, I was like, dude, like, I just feel like so cool right now. I'm watching Edwin Diaz and the trumpets are playing. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like everyone's always talking about how like we need to like make baseball like fun again. And I mean, you go to City Field when Edwin Diaz comes out, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Met are on top of the dugout playing the trumpets. Uh, the trumpets are blasting over the speakers. That's like the biggest difference I think between Met Stadium and Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium, they're Always by the buck. It's like, let's go Yankees. That's the only thing that matters. Mets, they're trying to get the fans involved, um, which I think is really important for making, making baseball good for uh, young people again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just continuing on outside of, uh, outside of Diaz, um, getting Verlander to replace DeGrom. I mean, I know for a fact that the Mets did not want to give DeGrom five years, and I think he got five for 185, which, I mean – Given his injury history, I think that's why he didn't like talking to the media. Because every single time he would have an interview, someone would ask him, oh, how's your shoulder? How's your forearm doing? And, I mean, last season he didn't start pitching until I think he came back in July. But he was out for over a year. There was only a couple of stats and he got hurt again, didn't he? So I know, I know that the Mets didn't want to give him that fifth year. I think they were okay with giving him three, maybe four. Um, but, I mean, Texas, I mean, they, they're just spending money like crazy. Yeah. Which I mean, Marcus Simeon, Corey yeah. Seager, uh, yeah, John Gray got paid by them too. Which is crazy because they don't have Steve Cohen as their owner. So like, I don't know how <laughs> they're doing it, but they are. Um, and I mean, Degrob said in uh, when he signed that like, oh yeah, it was because he liked the 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 direction that the franchise was going. And I mean, I think they won what like seventy games last year. So that's obviously just not not the truth. He went there for the money, which I mean, I don't blame him. I mean. Someone's gonna give a guy an extra forty, fifty million. Obviously, you go there. Um, I would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give them a couple of years of that rotation's gonna be elite. 
Lighter's oh. coming up. Jack Lighter will be up in a couple years. And then also Kumar Rocket. That's going to be elite rotation. Dude, Kumar. rotation is going to be elite. Kumar is like a sketchy one, though. He, 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 like, Kumar Rocket was arm, a Mets draft pick originally. His mm-hmm. arm, bro, but he, he's been drafted like three times. Two times? Well, yeah, because <laughs> no, the Mets he didn't three, sign. I think three. At least. Was he out of high school? Yes. Yeah, out of high school, yeah, yes. Out of high right. school. Then by the Mets. Twice and then, yes. Andy, yeah. Yes, you're right. And you went to some Vandy games, didn't you, when you were there? I went to a couple, yeah. Which is cool. It's awesome. You went to school at Lipscomb. Yes. Yeah, you went to Lipscomb for a year, and yeah. you went to some games, which was cool. Jackson Kelly, the GOAT. Hawkins, is it Hawkins Field? No, that's a, is it? I don't know the name. I'm not sure the name of it. It's, it's so nice, though. It's wicked good. Uh, it's a good venue for college baseball. Also, the SEC, bro, is a different breed of athletics. Like It is. Football and basketball. Vanderbilt kind of stunk at football, but like seeing like all the big schools come in, dude, Like and the fan bases that take over Nashville was sick. Yeah, we don't like have the, that really the SEC, hair. The SEC's legit. Obviously. We don't have that hair. I mean, that's the thing. Even Big Tens. I have a question Better about the Mets. Sports schools than DC. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, what was the win total this year? It was like 100, right? 106 or something? No, I think, it was, I think it was 100 flat. 100 flat? May, May 101. Over, under 100 wins this year for the Mets, you think? Do you think they do Over. better or do you think they do worse? 101, 61. Ooh. 101 that's 60 that's, that's a very good record obviously. I think I think something that's very important is if they could if they can uh, sign Conforto I think I'll over second. Mm-hmm. but I'm I'm a little scared that it's going to be under just because the lineup I it was good last year but they didn't have that they didn't have that power and that really hurt them against the Padres yeah. um, they all they last year they had I think like second or third in the entire league in on base percentage but outside of Pete Alonso outside of Lindor and Marte to some extent, they don't really have much power. I mean, mm-hmm. Nemo might give you 15 homers. Might. Vogel back on um, the bench. Vogel. Oh, Vogel. That, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. I love him, bro. Vogel's a, a dog. He's a big a dog. Man. Oh, yeah. Let me that tell, is, let me a, tell you that is a house <laughs> for, for me. When, right? when, yeah. you, when you see that guy, you're like, huh. Hey, Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that was really cool about Vogelback, I just saw on the MLB uh, Instagram account, was that he was at the MLB store, which us three were all at, us four, handing out uh, gifts to kids and stuff, like a Vogelback jersey, and that's how stuff was cool. Awesome. And they called him, uh, what do they call him, Vogel Claus or something? Vogel. Uh, Santa. <laughs> no, they, called, they gave him some cool, nickname. Very cool for me. Right I feel what they gave him, though. Santa, uh, I, I think it was Vogel Claus or something. The Mets, the Mets are definitely my second favorite team in the MLB, and I think... That's probably because my roommate's a Mets fan, but I like the Mets though. I also, think City Field's food is unmatched. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah. so yeah. Good. You're a big food fan. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, get yeah. your takes on your yeah, best food at the end of this. All right, the top best. three Boston restaurants we're doing this at the end. Remember that. A, the best food I've ever had at a sporting event was I had these insane buffalo chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> at the Bruins game once. <laughs> those are insane. I still dream about those sometimes. <laughs> but after that, like the next four items are all from City Field. Like the food there is insane. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they have a shake shack <laughs> yeah. in center field. Yeah. Hey, they have no, shake shack in center. I was just gonna say, oh, yeah, wow. they have they have like legit places inside there. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, like I they also have like a lot of local places in there too. Yeah, I think they're lucky to put a Chick Fil A in there, which would be like Ooh, absolutely oh nuts. Um, I, I know I know they have some uh, Chick Fil A sponsors out in Rayfield, but I don't think they have a Chick Fil A in there yet. Don't they have a cow? And, uh, a cow? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the eat more chicken little thing. Yeah. That's and they actually, good. they just put in, like, this, like, speakeasy club in right field, which I don't even know what that means for a baseball game, but they That's did cool it. Though. So, like, Steve Cohen's actually making huge moves with that franchise. Um, like, you, you could have talked to me, like, four years ago, and I'll be like, dude, the Mets, I, I don't even know what the heck we're doing with the 
with the will pods. Robinson Cano contract. You had a lot of oh those days. Oh. It wasn't just. Yeah. It wasn't just outside still pay, the stadium. They're, they're, they're still paying him this year. They're still paying him this year. He's on the payroll for one more year. He's playing a minor league. He's playing somewhere. He was on the Mets. He was on the Braves. Were you too busy paying him to fix things? Playing for the um whatever teams that you're Padres. Padres minor league team. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like so. His and after after this coming year, I think he's off the Bucks. Uh, like, but you guys won 101 God. games last year, so uh-huh. uh, yeah. I thought it was 106. It was the Astros that won 106 last year. I forgot. I bet you guys had the second best record in baseball, but it was, it was third. Yeah. I mean, it was third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had 101 yeah, with them, right? Lindor uh-huh. is such a beast. He's, yeah. yeah, I love Lindor now. I mean, he has, he's, he has so much like swagger. Yeah, he's he does everything everything on the field very well, and he's a huge leader. I mean, people were asking Nimmo when he resigned, like if he would want to be captain, and I was like, dude, if anyone's going to be a captain, it's Lindor. Yeah. Anyone. And Lindor I mean, like for baseball as a sport too, like. Like, he grows the game, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't know anything about baseball mm-hmm. but know who Francisco Lindor is. Yeah, he's absolutely stud fielder, runs well, hits well, hits for power. What more do you want? Yeah, I he mean, looks, he looks sick while well he does it. Yeah. He has so much steeds, it's not even funny. Yeah, he's always he's rocking the chains. He's always rocking the chains, rocks some blue hair every now and then. It's nuts. Yeah. And then he always has, like, drawings on his cleats and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's a beast. Cool. He's a beast. Yeah, I love him on the team. I mean, everyone was, like, ready to blow up the ship when... Uh, when we signed him to that crazy contract, and then he didn't do too well uh, two years ago. But last year, he showed that he's he he's one of the top shortstops in the league, um, and I hope that he could replicate that success this year. Um, I'm just worried about the home run total if they if they don't uh, go out and get another power bat now that uh, JD Martinez is gone. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that's some Mets stuff. But let's hear some socks. Yeah, we can talk Red Sox. So I'm so angry. At the Red Sox offseason has been one that just was disappointing, which we knew at the end of the day. Bogots, I didn't have a great feeling about him coming back. I think Devis. I honestly think Devis is gone now, so you might as well just trade him at this point because yeah. you're not going to pay him yeah, the money once. Right. If you have to go to free agency, he's gone. You're not. You're not going to pay him in free agency because you're not going to outbid the Mets. Oh. The Angels want to pay money now because the Angels they're be not going to pay Otani. Might be my favorite athlete right now. Like I love him. I think he's gone. I think he's gone right yeah, now. I saw a report I, I, saying uh, that like they're they're galaxies apart in negotiating. Yeah, right uh, yeah I've heard that multiple times Why, too. Dude. And I mean, Bloom said that like he's ready to give like whatever he wants, but I mean, that's all lip service in yeah. my opinion. I mean, he said he was working really hard to sign Xander Bogarts. That never. Yeah. He had swore by two. We were interested in getting back. Then we let him go. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that have been go- going wrong. I one thing I talked about last week that I don't blame Bloom for. I do blame him for what we got back in return for Mookie Betts. I don't blame him for trading Mookie Betts. I think that's an ownership decision saying 300 million is the most we're going to go. Trade him. We're not going to give him anything more than that. He should have got more back in return. As for Xander, though, if you knew Xander was probably going to walk during free agency, which in all likelihood I felt like 50-50, but as the season went on, I thought he was going to be gone anyways just because we weren't going to pay... We're not going to pay Mookie Betts. Why would he pay Xander? And I think Xander's good, but he's not the player that Mookie Betts is. That's just a reality. It's true. Um, that's, that's so I knew they weren't going to pay Xander. Why not trade him the trade deadline? J.D. Yeah. Martinez, you knew, wasn't coming back. Why would you not trade him for something? That team yeah. was not a winning team, especially with that rotation. Yeah. I love Rich Hill. He was the second best player in the, in the team <laughs> on, the, on the mound. I mean, you know, um, it was tough. I love Rich Hill. That's what I absolutely take Rich Hill's a stud. Player. Stud. Absolute yeah. beast. He's coming on the pod at some point. He's from Milton. <laughs> yeah, he's coming on. He is from Milton. Milton yeah, High. Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really have pitching at all, and that was tough. Uh, Evaldi think, was hurt. Are they going to do it? Uh, Hulk, still in time. Hulk's probably going to be in the rotation. I think. You think? Evaldi, is he still, uh, out? still still free agent. That's been my opinion too. I think he's going to come out as a starter. I said Tanner Hulk two years ago. I think his stuff yeah. is good enough Dude, to be was, a Cy Young. I think his stuff's good enough to be a Cy Young. That might be a hot take. That's, I think his stuff's good enough. That's pretty hot. His stuff's <laughs> good enough to be a Cy Young. I don't think anybody in the entire industry of baseball is thinking that Tanner Hulk is a. No one thought Daniel Jones was. Did anybody think Daniel Jones a top twelve quarterback? No. 
true. Did anybody think Lamar Jackson would win MVP it's in 2019? True. No. Those are two things. I have hot it wrong, too. Wednesday night, I'll probably be wrong about Ohio State versus Maine. I like it, but it is a very hot take. No, you got to have hot takes. That's why I do this, right? I mean, I'm not going to come in and just say... It's better have hot takes. I'm not going to come in and say every single year is going to be the Warriors versus the Celtics. I think that's just like everyone has that pick. Everyone had probably coming in and the Rams versus like... Whoever in the AFC, the Bills. That's what everyone had. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I come in with hot takes. I like that. But NFL hot takes were not great. I mean, I just, <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. I had the Raiders and the Colts, which, you it's know, it's you a do. tough year, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I still don't buy into the Bills as much as most people do. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. But oh, we'll get to that at that. some point. We talk they about the NFL. They haven't been as good as people thought they were. I didn't think they were going to be that good. I think Josh Allen's good, but we'll get into that. What's the, yeah. uh, what, what's the Sox rotation looking like right now? Well, if all these, you number one, if you were to resign him, but we just aren't going to. Sale's going to be back in who knows when. Yeah, this said spring for ready. For, yeah, exactly. They said probably spring training. Who knows? I doubt he'll be ready. Just that's Pavetta, cool sale for you. Pavetta will probably oh, yeah. be your two. If you get Rich Hill back, it'd probably be your three. Dude, please tell me that guy is hanging him up. Rich Hill? No, he's playing another year. Dude, it's crazy. He's playing another year. He's so I, I know he's playing another year. I talked to him. 45? I talked to him. Yeah, he's yeah, 45. I talked to him a couple I, weeks I, ago. I, 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 if, I was 45, if I was 45 and I could still throw 90 miles out, I'd be I met him a few weeks ago or a month ago now one of my classes. Really good guy. He said he wants to play still, and he was a beast. He was a great guy. I talked baseball with him for a half hour. Just what we're doing right now is what we did. Just talking baseball. His life for the last... 25 years, 25 basically, because he's minor leagues yeah, and then has majors. Been, yeah. has been him 2006, he made his rank, debut, like, and then 2003 to 2006, and yeah, he lost probably like, the minors. Like, his, his whole life is baseball. He's been playing pro baseball longer than the rest and, of the yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's cra- yeah, it's craziness. It's yeah, just, he's a great guy. He's nuts. He's a great guy. I think he's exactly what the Red Sox need. You need someone to come in and know exactly what you're getting, especially if you're putting Tanner Houck, maybe even Whitlock in the rotation. Yeah. It'd be Whitlock, Houck, Bayo. Those three right now are between the bullpen versus the rotation. He excites me. He throws gas. Bayo throws gas just out of control. Out of control. He walks versus two batters every inning. He's an exciting, like, I'm still. He's a prospect, though. Oh, he's still a prospect. He's still a prospect at MLB.com. Yeah, he's not. He's still a prospect. And what do you need, like 80 innings? Yeah, well, he also came up late, too. It's depending on when you come up, too, and he came up it, after it's July. It's kind of unfortunate that the Red Sox like that. are in need of pitching right now because he's not going to be able to develop the way he should, probably, in the minor leagues. He's getting forced up. Right? Yeah, but I, he's exciting. I like him. The Red Sox number one right now. I'm actually not sure, truly. Like, I don't know who their number one would be right now. Yeah, I don't know yeah. going in. Pavetta, I guess, would probably be number yeah. one. Like, somehow, like, it'd probably be Pavetta, Bayo, Whitlock, Houck, uh, and then they got Cutter Crawford, who is... In the rotation, but they yeah. might throw him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Winkowski started games too. Like I actually don't know what their starting uh, rotation would be. If I could get my dad on here at the end, he'll, he'll tell you what he yeah. thinks. He breaks down the Red Sox always. He'll give you his opinions, uh, which I love. But that's the thing, though. I actually don't know what their rotation is going to look like come April. Come spring training. I mean, we don't have any signs really. That's a big name pitcher. I mean, of those guys we named, we got a closer. Now. We don't have any. We got Kenley Jansen. That's a good signing. Yeah. Chris Martin for hey, the bullpen, have, pretty have, good. We have a great closer. But we aren't going to win that many games. We're the worst team in the AL East by far. I mean, they can't decide. They, they can't decide whether they're going for it or they're not going yeah, for they, it. Yeah, they got to make up their mind. Need because, urgency. I mean, look at look at the Braves. They decided what, like three, four years ago, that like, Harris, our, our team is horrible. We need to we need to absolutely rebuild, and they did that. Well, then they, they paid they, all they the guys sold young. Everyone, they That's sold one smart everyone thing. and brought in a ton of prospects. The Red Sox, on the other hand, they're letting. Bogarts go, they're letting JD go, they're letting Eovaldi go, and but then at the same time they're signing Trevor Story, they're signing Kenley Jansen, 
they, they need to make up their mind because that, um, because you can get an absolute haul for Devers. Yeah. And you could probably still get a bunch oh. for Story if they if they the decide to trade him. Masataka Yoshida, Japanese baseball player. His, his swing, he his, gets on base a ton. Nicest, he, went to the Mets. he has the nicest oh, right. swing I've ever seen in my life. No, he gets so on base. He's an on-base machine. So smooth, and bro, he hit like three fifteen or something. A career yeah. seven years there. Which in Japan. Yeah, he's great. No, he's good. But at the end of the day, that that does solve a hole. But I think pitching is more of a need right now yeah. than I think anything else. He'll probably be our leadoff hitter. I think they're talking right now as a leadoff, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's what the talk is right now. Kike, I never was a Kike fan, but him being the leadoff hitter was one of the most depressing things I've seen in Red Sox, the Red Sox in the last five years. You knew it was an automatic strike of stock games. You know what they should have done? Just say one out, stop the game. <laughs> <laughs> let, them, let them get up. I, it, was, it was tough. I know Mark's a big Kike guy. I never was a big fan. I love this run in the postseason, I mean. Oh, I don't want to get over 162 game season. Who's going to catch? Who's going to catch? Right now, the only catch we have on the team is Reese uh, Reese Mariah. Mariah. That's it. Pulecki's free agent. We cut him. We cut Pulecki mid-season in September. We DFA'd him. The whole locker room was pissed about it. We weren't good anyways, so might as well just kept him on the team. And uh, no more Vasquez, right? Vasquez a free agent. No, Vasquez just signed. Vasquez twins, signed. Twins? twins, twins. Yeah, Vasquez signed. So the only catch we have on the roster Dude, now Vasquez, is McGuire. Vasquez and then just said, see you later, won a, won a World Series. And then... Yeah. <laughs> well, Connor so, Wong so, yeah. probably will end up getting <laughs> the call-up. I mean, he was, he's been in the major leagues off and on a couple times. He was the other prospects that Mookie Betts still. Uh, with Gita Downs, we just DFA just shows how bad of a trade that was. Uh-huh. I love Verdugo, which here's the thing. I think I, I just looked at it the other day. What we got back in return for Mookie at the time, obviously it didn't work out. We did get Verdugo, who was the number one prospect. He was 35th in the MLB the season before that. He played two years, so he's no longer a prospect during that, at the time of the trade. Connor Wong was the 30th prospect ranked. He was not high at all, so I don't know why that was in the deal. But Gita Downs was the number three prospect, and they weren't going to trade the number two prospect, who was Dustin May. He ended up being the number one at the time of the trade, but... We did get back the number one and number three prospects, which the Dodgers, I think the best, the best, uh, most well-run team in all of sports. So whoever they have in their farm system, you know, is probably going to be good. So maybe the Red Sox took a gamble and said, we hope Gene Downs going to be good since he was the third-ranked guy. But trade-out not working out. I don't blame Bloom for that trade, though. I blame for what we got back in return. I do blame him. That's an ownership decision saying we're not going to pay Mookie Betts $30 million. If you're going to pay anyone, Mookie's five times a player by four times the player Bogots is, talent, uh, value-wise, I'll say, value. And then Devers... I, I still think he's double Devers. Mookie Betts is number one or number two, three, four, five in baseball. Top five talent. Devers, that's a fact. Top twenty, top fifteen. Bogarts, top forty probably. Like neither one of those guys. Which that's what I mean by top four. Like yeah. none of them are going to be top ten in anyone's yeah. eyes. Mookie yeah. Betts. If you're naming your top ten players in baseball, Mookie Betts is in there. Xander, probably around 40, 50 now. I mean, he only had fifteen home runs this year, so he's not going to be top forty or fifty probably now. Uh, yeah, maybe like fifty. I love the way Mookie Betts. Devers are probably top thirty. Devers would be probably top yeah. 30. But and I think he's young, top too. Top 20. You know, yeah. Top 20 or 30. Dude, I don't the know. Way, the way Devers plays is, like, I that's what like, I try to do. It's like, dude, just have fun. Like, he's a kid out there. Yeah. It literally looks like he's a child sometimes. He's like, how much fun he's having. <laughs> so the smile. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a giant thing of tobacco in his mouth. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. His, cheek, his cheek is literally, like, three inches. No, he's a stud. Big ch- big ch- I think he's gone, though. I don't think they're going to resign no, him. Yeah. Uh, Which, dude, I think they're trying to make us mad. Like, like uh, Vasquez in the middle of the season. Then no Bogarts, no Devers. Like, Chris still getting hurt. I mean, it's it's going to be a completely new team. Benintendi like trade was tough because, yeah. I mean, you got Josh Minkowski back. He's not the best. He's okay, I the guess. The Sox are notorious uh, for And then Frenchy Cordero. Yeah. Cordero's abysmal. He traded, you know, got Jackie Bradley Jr. back. I'm a big JBJ guy, but Renfro trading those 30 home runs was a bad decision. Yeah. Like Kyle 30 home runs and 50 home runs, 46 the, home the runs last year. in right field. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber, what, 47 home runs last year? Kyle Schwarber was second most homers in the league. Yeah, 46 home runs. was like a bench for the Red Sox. 
He was like a bench bat. For he a played. While. He played outfield though too. He was hurt. He was hurt. It's crazy. We got him in July. He's twenty twenty one. That good. Yeah. 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 Like he's a He's a top ten. Oh, he's a top ten. Easy. Home runs wise, yeah. I mean talent. I think, dude, Schwarber, power, yeah. Schwarber's swing is another swing that's just like, you look at it and you're like, wow. Yeah, I mean, there were some balls he hit in the postseason this year that, like, you're like, how did that ball go that far? Like, there was one ball, it was like over the we strike zone, the it was like a foot foul. Phillies. But, like, he took it, like, it was insane how that ball flies. The like, powder blues. Nuts. Elite uniforms. So sick. Elite yeah. uniforms. But that's the thing, though. I think the magnitude, maybe, of the four times to two times is tough because I don't really know how you judge a player based on that. But I think Mookie Betts. Top five player in baseball. I don't see Xander as that, and I don't see Devin as that. If you're trading Mookie Betts, I don't know how you could do that. I don't know. I mean, just, the, the, that's the, Red Sox have, the, the Red Sox should have just ate David Price's money and gotten more for uh, Mookie. Mookie. That's why, that's why we didn't get as much back return. It's a great point by Dan. Because they chewed 17 of that, or 16 of that $32 million that we owed him. I think he was getting 7 for 2 10 was a deal, so $31 million. I think they chewed... 14 or 17 of it. We chewed the other 17 or 14, whatever it was. So. Yeah, I mean, like, like if the Red Sox kept his money, maybe they have Dustin May right now. Maybe, Maybe they do. They didn't want to trade Dustin May. That was a big part of that uh, whole fiasco of that trade was they didn't want to trade him in that deal. And I thought that would have been a great return for the Red Sox. We ended up not getting it. Um, but as I said, I don't blame Bloom for that because I don't know how you can get a job within two months and say, oh, yeah, the best idea for this team is to trade Mookie Betts. Dude, I, think yeah. I don't know how you Sox, get that. I think the Woo Sox are going to sell out more games this year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jaron Duran, my boy. You know I'm a big Duran guy. Everyone knows I'm a big Duran guy in there. Duran's my boy. I hope it tur- he turns it around. He's a stud. I hope, it turns it ar- I, I hope he turns it around. I like Duran. I, I like Duran. I actually like Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck's on the, on the trade block. They're going to trade him, they said. I actually like all that. Um, I don't understand this, the, the direction of the team. It's just they don't have a direction. Yeah, yeah. I think Bloom is has a great mind for baseball, but I think he's really a small because what he did for his whole career, I mean, ten years, he's with the Rays. He really only has a perspective of running a small. Uh, small market payroll. team. Yeah. Small market team, very small payroll, 60, 75 million. He can't take a 210, 20, 220 million dollar payroll because he doesn't know where to build. I mean, he wants to build a farm system, but a team that should win right now, when you have, when he started out, there was a roster with JD Martinez, Mookie Betts, Xander Bogots, Andrew Benatendi, Rafael Devis. That's five all stars right there. Yeah. He didn't yeah. know what to do because at the end of the day, the Rays never really had seven, eight all stars, especially yeah. with those guys making as much money as they were doing. I mean, he had, they have. Really good pitching the Rays, but all the Rays guys are just guys they built through their farm system, which those guys are just named the Red Sox the most part. A lot of them are farm systems guys besides J.D. Martinez, but he doesn't know what it's like to run a team, I don't think, that can spend $230 million. The Rays also know. have in, the worst stadium in all of Tropicana. It's easy. In all of professional sports. Horrible. It's so bad. The, the Polar Park is better. Rogers said it's better. It's not even a Toronto, though. Rogers said the ball hits the top every single game. I, th- just I like think that Tropicana. one's cool, though, because it has the... Uh, the grass in the infield. The, no, it has uh, the uh, hotel in Yeah, That's so sick. That is cool, yeah. But yeah, it hits the top though every game. Oh, yeah, it has in Tropicana, does. both games, both teams, both places. Rogers Center in there, but uh, yeah, I don't know the direction of the Red Sox. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but I'm a big Hulk guy, so hopefully he turns around. Hopefully they get Rich Hill back since I'm a big Rich Hill guy too. And I hope Jared Duran does play better. But what are you guys' expectations for the season? Probably fifth division. I mean, I, yeah, it's not even a bad because the Orioles. Mind you, people don't know about the Orioles. They have seven prospects, six prospects in the top 100. Rodriguez, Henderson. Rodriguez, yeah, Rodriguez, Rodriguez, Rodriguez had the series four yeah. years ago, and now we're sitting there talking about how bad we're going to be next year. Well, I think Dave Dombrowski, that's why I had the Phillies going to World Series last year, the season. He just knows how to win. He doesn't care about prospects. I think when you take a team that has the talent that the Phillies had, and you say, screw it, we have Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and uh, Bryce Hopper, why not build to try to win right now? That's their mentality need. And the Red Sox mentality when Bloom came in was we got to cut the payroll. We want to be under the luxury tax. Exactly. And that's the problem. I don't blame Bloom <laughs> for everything. Yeah. For everything, I don't blame him because it is an ownership thing. I think 
which this is switching sports here. I think when you, the Giants trade Odell Beckham, I think that was ownership. <laughs> I don't think that was a Dave Gettleman saying, hey, we should trade Odell because it makes our team better. I think it was John Maris saying he's a distraction. At the end of the day, this team's going nowhere. Trade him. Get back what you can return. I think that's kind of what the Bloom thing is. I think ownership. I don't know how you could say trading Mookie Betts, trading Odell Beckham Jr. makes a team better. Yeah. I don't know how it does. Yeah. It might have worked out for the Giants since Odell really has done much. Since then, had you know two injury, uh, two injury plague seasons. Did win a Super Bowl with the Rams, but uh, I don't know how you could trade those guys and make your teams better. I don't know. So Devis, what do you think right now? Go around the room. Is Devis a Boston Red Sox at this time next season? No, because he'll probably sign five to seven nineteenth no. next year. I say no. So Ryan, I, I, no. I, no, I say no. I say he waits. I say he sees what happened in the market this off season and how much money guys got, and he says, if I wait it out, I'm going to get even more, and I'm going to go somewhere else, and. I know this team's not going to pay me just like they didn't pay Xander Bogarts, you know? Xander, They're not going to match the money you'll get somewhere else. Liam? Yeah, I agree. I, my, if I had a crystal ball, my guess, I, I, I think a Twins would be a great spot for him. I think. Well, no, they, they, they could spend. I, I think they, they have the money for that. They got that. They have and Bucks Correa, and Baskets. And Correa, they're supposed to be 3-5. Exactly. He, you know, he's obviously they have a bunch of guys. Now, I feel so. like that would be a great spot for him. Uh, Baskets is already there, like we were talking about earlier. But uh, no, there's no way he's a Red Sox next year. Oh, I think he's gone, too. So at this point, would you trade him? Would you just keep him for the one year? Trade him? I mean, look at you got to figure out, like Dan said. Like, you can't just be, you one can't foot sign in, one story foot and then, yeah, be one foot in, one foot out. Exactly. That was the Giants' problem. The New York Giants' problem. not San Francisco. New York Giants' problem for years, we were one foot in, one foot out. We never went full rebuild. That's what we did this year, but we rebuilt. Building while you're winning, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously tough. Dan, what's your opinion? I also think he's going to be traded. I also think he's going to be traded because I mean to the New York Mets. I think I, I think everyone's gonna everyone's gonna get so mad if the same thing happens with Devers that happened with Bogarts. I think everyone's gonna be so pissed that yeah. that happened. So I and you really got to get something back for him. You can't you can't do this thing where like you hope you re-sign him and then just give him like a tiny offer. What was it? They 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 offered uh, well, actually it was ten for two hundred. What like three trading. for six or one sixty two was the most. Uh, it, the his last offer in the Red Sox was a six or one sixty two. Yeah, so I mean it's like which you, isn't much. You can't let that possibly happen again. So I think they're gonna try and do like a sort of like sort of like Juan Soto deal where they try and just ship him off early and try and maximize the prospect potential. But then you also have Trevor Story on the books for, what, another, like, five years. Four more after this season. Yeah. So, Six years, 140. No, so awesome. I literally have no idea where the heck this organization is going. Um, I, think, I think they need a rebuild. That's I think they where absolutely we're need it. It's probably where we're heading, obviously, the rebuild. So uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> there is a question. Paul, you want to ask Jacob it? Quick change of subject. First, I want to say shout-out to Mackenzie. Uh, hey. She just tuned in. That's my wonderful girlfriend. Aww. And then <laughs> Jacob has a quick story. Requested um, <laughs> by James. Riley, Riley he, do you uh, want to talk about your uh, co-worker uh, ambulance situation? I wasn't even there for that. James just, James what happened to your co-worker? Literally, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just drove by. There was an ambulance. I didn't drive by. I drive yeah, you don't drive. <laughs> yeah, I didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get a text from James like, yeah, your co-worker's uh, in the hospital. I'm like, what? And it was just, it's one of my coworkers. She's an old lady. She's very nice. She insists everyone call her Miss Jerry, not Jerry. Uh, and uh, she, James was like, yeah, she had a stroke, dude. I was like, what? It's terrible. And then he kept telling everybody that he's like, yeah, you know, Jake Curley, I'm his cousin. I'm his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying it. And like, and, but she didn't even have a stroke. She just was like really tired. 
or something. I don't know. It's but not really that interesting. Of a sport. <laughs> All right, so everything works out good. All spelled and ends well. Yeah. All spelled and ends well. Staples. I said. I said I should have. In the pond. I can't even say I should have got that. Look at that. But uh, no, it's not that interesting. My, I literally like Staples. The hype was there for that story. The hype was there for that story. I have one. The build up. No, I literally. I know. Paul was ready for half hour. I have one interesting story. Well, I guess it's not that. It's kind of interesting. But uh, I literally, I work at Copy Center. You get a lot of weirdos and nuts that come up to you. But there's some nice people there, too. There's an old lady I helped. That was very nice. But the um, yeah, giving the take. Everything's, yeah. you know. Oh, but um, <laughs> I was literally, like, I was literally, like, grinding that day. Like I always do. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm a terrible storyteller. But uh, I was grinding, and... Uh, there was one of my coworkers was like, oh, I heard Jacob something, something paper. And I was like, oh, did I forget to fill the paper? So I followed her because I was like, oh, maybe I should like fill this, whatever she needed to show me. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, he's like, yeah, you should. I, I need to swear because this is like. Oh, 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 like fifty years old, it like has an army vest on. So I, I was, I don't know, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "You need to check the fucking camera because you fucking made me lose my fucking stuff." And I was like, "I don't even like." I didn't know how to respond. I thought, Let I thought I was know that Jacob is fifty pounds with a uh, <laughs> <laughs> five five fifty pounds. I thought I was gonna get wet. I thought the guy was gonna grab me by my like shirt and like beat the hell out of me. You a toast. And then my coworkers like. Don't don't yell at him. Don't put your anger towards him. He didn't. It was not even an interesting story, bro. No, like that's, that's like that's literally not a not. story though. <laughs> like, so what'd you mess up? I didn't do anything. Oh. Like, I literally this guy just took his anger out. So the guy just started yelling at someone else. He literally left like something win. important in like the copy machine. Hold on, we're taking a mid uh, mid episode selfie here because this went on the podcast Instagram. Shouting people we had in us too. So, PG, you win it. He's in. Where is Paul? He's behind me. Oh, nice. Uh, and the whole gang's in it. I didn't even notice. Dan the man has to go, unfortunately. He has a final tomorrow and something else oh, to do, right? Grind. He's grind. here for us, though. Well, He's here. So, Dan, say goodbye to Paul. Finals. Thank you so much for coming on. Dan the man, yeah, king of Hasbro yeah. Heights. Thank you for coming to the studio. Appreciate yeah. it, my boy. Thanks for having me. My Thanks absolute having dog. Me. And you can hear the dap, too. Loud, so. <laughs> <laughs> it works out, doesn't it? Good luck in the final, bro. You absolute beast. What a dog. We need to get to talk the workout regimen, though. Do you skip a day in the gym, really quick? Uh, one day per week. One day per week. Six out of seven oh. days in the gym. Right. Six out of seven days, kids. Six out work. of seven. How's the gym today? It's pretty sick. Hit some pull. Hit some pull. Yeah, <laughs> you beast. All right, have a good one. Thank you for coming in. Get some nice pull. Get some nice pull. I, I apologize for the audience for my terrible storytelling. Dude, yeah, that I was a pissed chick. I don't need to do it again. I'm kidding. Terrible. I can be funny. Don't worry. All right, so we talked baseball. Obviously, uh, we'll run through a couple things before we jump in. Obviously, it's 10:21 now, and we're hoping to go out, weren't we? So uh, we'll we'll run through the topics. All right, <laughs> yeah, we're, Just, go we're gonna run through. It's gonna be speed rounds. We're gonna five minutes. Speed rounds. Here we go. St. Michael's baseball 2023 season. You open up the season against Catawba in North Carolina. Wow. Ryan Hosey, what are your predictions for the season? How do you feel about the season? Expectations? How's the off season going? Anything you want to start with? That's up to you. I know I just rambled things, but it's yeah, open. I basically. think I think that uh, St. Michael's baseball is gonna shock the any ten this year. And, I like uh, that. I like it. Yeah, I think I think for a long time St. Mike's baseball and just St. Mike's athletics has kind of been like the, the bottom of the league. And I don't think a lot of people are expecting us to do anything special, but I think the team we have this year and the direction we've been heading in, like it, in the last three years, um, 
it's it's really changed a lot and i think a lot more people are starting to like buy in to that winning culture and trying to figure out um the best ways to have our team finally come together and because we we fight a lot as a team i think that happens any locker room right yeah, have yeah. so but you like you have 20 20 30 guys in the locker room there's gonna be issues yeah right now though like everyone's um everyone's getting along which is good and just practices have been going better. Like, we're doing a lot more baseball now rather than just other stuff like... There's your profile like right that, there. I love the beard of that picture. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, Number 28, Ryan Hosey. Chensei, why don't you mention your music in there? Uh, you should mention your music in there. Uh, Ryan, I, I seriously. Ryan, 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 I don't write it. You should mention your music. Say, I rap. I don't write it. Oh, you don't write it? No, no, you don't what? Oh, actually, you don't? No. What? What do you think, that? Oh, no, no. You send all that information. You send all that information. Yeah, you send all that information. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the coaches. Nylinger and... um. Who's the other guy? Maddie. One with no thumbs. Hey! Maddie. Is it something we should rewind? No? Okay, I don't know. I mean, the other thing we can rewind, reboot. <laughs> I don't know what he said, but you know, it's all good. Is Coach going to listen an hour and 45 minutes? Probably not. So I think we'll be good. He's not going to hit 138, 36 probably. I'll tell I don't you think that. he's going to be listening to this podcast. No, I think we're good then. So whatever, whatever we said about Coach, sorry. Right. Cut it out anyways, right? <laughs> Should we cut it? Yeah. No, nope. Ryan says keep it. I don't know what he said, but hey, two-time, okay. any sure, 10 awesome. academic honor roll. Yeah. Two-time. That, that's terrible. I was, I was hoping for uh, one more time this, this time around, but... Uh, and the teacher screwed you over. Yeah, I fumbled the bag for... Uh, you were four for four that, like, for high school, right? You were four for four, four for that. High yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got honor roll every. every yeah, senior, you're all, very strong. No joke, though. Actually, you did finish. Yeah, I, I, I think that's not a joke. Going into senior year, I think I had like a two zero flat, and uh, to play college baseball, you needed a two point three, and I calculated exactly how much homework I would have to do to, to, to get exactly... I, I graduated with, like, a 2.31. So, like, I, I calculated it, like, down to, like, each assignment. Like, I was like, I was like, if I do this one and I get 100 on it, I'll get a 2.32. Like, I can't get 100 on this one. Like, I gotta, I gotta get a couple questions wrong so I get the 2.3 flat. What? I, I, was, I was .01 off. Something happened to BCS because you're a smart kid. I don't know how that happened. You do have, yeah, you just don't have the, the drive to want yeah, to. Yeah, you just don't care. Well, it's not your drive. I, I, I did. Want. Yeah, I you did. just don't want to. I had, I, honestly, you are a smart honestly kid. what happened with, with me and <laughs> academics, I had one bad teacher. Who one bad it? teacher oh, no, changed. Don't just agree. Yeah, it was the Greenfield. I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't even care. I really don't care. That dude got fired can, for ripping up know. MCAS. He, he, can, he did actually get fired. At, yeah, no jokes. It's okay. He can know that he ruined my academics. <laughs> and he ruined his own life. I was going to Harvard, bro. <laughs> you were on the track. He did. I'll tell you that. Uh, one thing I did get wrong though, I originally looked at your schedule last week. You opened up against Catawba in North Carolina March 11th. Now it's at Pace. You start. You still play them, but at Pace February 25th. A Saturday, you play four games there, two on Saturday, two on yeah, Sunday. They're, they're on the other Baseball side. Of, of the the well, yeah, pretty cold. It'll be chilly. What's it like playing in Vermont in the cold? That's actually a good question. Like training, it's practicing, not, playing. It's like, not fun. Uh, so we don't really even like get outside until like a week before we um, start the season. Like, so it's indoor complexes yeah. stuff? So like, like, yeah, we're like we're hitting in, in cages and stuff. And it, it kind of sucks because like we have 30 That's whatever cool. players on our team and we're all trying to like hit, pitch, and all that stuff, and we're in a tiny facility in Vermont, and it's just freezing cold in the morning at, like, 5 a.m., and everyone's just miserable, but we make it work, and I don't know, I think we're going to shock the any time this year. Uh, so, out of the games, which I feel like a lot of people just say the first game, but what game are you looking forward to most? Is there a party you looking forward to most? A game? Uh, a homestand? I'm, I'm really excited. First homestand? I don't know. I'm really excited for the, uh, 
the North Carolina trip. We're playing, yeah, we're, play, we're playing some really good teams down there. And they got um, Ryan. Each team, each team we, we are playing in North Carolina, they all played the team that won the D2 World Series last year, and they all beat them. Mount Olive, wow. too. Wow. Yeah, so they're all really, really good baseball, too. So Definitely. That, that's going to be, like, the first time in a while. Like, I'm going to be playing against, like, MLB prospects. Like, that's awesome. Hey, like, obviously, obviously Southern New Hampshire and, and Franklin Pierce have – Guys that like are probably gonna sign somewhere. Or something. Assumption like, probably they, too. they have. Oh well, yeah, Assumption just had Jack Choke. Yeah, drafted, so, yeah Assumption has guys get drafted as a junior. Jack Choke got drafted as a junior out of D two, which is crazy. Yeah, they have that, guys drafted. That, watching that kid pitch is something else. Like he was nasty. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, and then obviously now you're a senior. What are your expectations of the season playing wise? I know you've been working on your off speed stuff. What do you look forward to most? What pitch? I don't know. I know you've been working a lot on your off-speed stuff. You sink your side, you and all that. Yeah. Um, Is there a pitch you look forward to throwing most? You've been grinding, or? Yeah, I've really been liking changeups lately. Because I mean, I don't throw very fast to start with, but when you throw a ball like in the mid seventies, and someone like starts to time that up, and then you mix one in that's in the high sixties, like that's a very slow pitch, but it's super effective, especially at this level of baseball. Because, I mean. Me being a sidearm pitcher is like another look, anyways. So having like people have like different looks in a game is always a good thing to have like those different angles, different velocities, and stuff like that in the bullpen. That's cool, though. That's awesome. Uh, and one thing about you is you caught your whole high school career, so now you know the game from a catching perspective. What's it like from a pitching perspective now? Jumping now, rather than being the guy that's calling the pitches, now you have to agree. Yeah. So to catch. what's that like? I'd say Mike's. Um, our coach actually calls the pitches for us. So, like, I have to kind of listen to what he says. But, I mean, I can shake him off and stuff. But, like, most of the time, like, the pitch that I'm planning on throwing is what my coach also thinks I should throw, which makes me feel confident in my, like, calling. Because, I mean, I don't know how many perfect games of no-hitters I either caught or We're going to talk about that in a second. Performed. We jump into Kane's baseball talk. Yeah. We will jump into that. Uh, so I don't know. I think I, I call the game pretty well and have a good understanding of that stuff. So I'll say this. All right, now we're jump into Kane's baseball. How many times did I shake you off in my career when I was pitching and you were catching? Just once. I think I did once. Just you came once. to the mound immediately, immediately, and said, do not shake me off again. <laughs> I could tell the fury in your eyes. I was like, okay, dude, he does not want me to shake him off. I was like, he wants to kill me right now. I can see it. I was like, I'm not going to shake him off. And what did you tell me to throw, though? We, were, we had a bad game. We looked around. We were down, I think, eight to three or something. I came in in the third inning. Bases loaded. We were already going to lose. And you said to me, hey, what pitch did you tell me to throw? And I started working on it. Throw the knuckleball. Throw the knuckle? You told me to throw the knuckle. Hey, what happened after that? It became my pitch? Yeah, it did. And, dude, it's funny, though, because, like, we were literally just playing catch with it. And, uh... For, like, a, like a, a couple yeah, weeks of practice. Yeah, we were really just right? playing catch with it, and I was like, dude, this is, like, a legit pitch. Like, it actually, like... It moves. It actually, yeah, it actually would be effective. Like, you need to start throwing it. And then when you started throwing it, I think you saw the success it had right away. Definitely. I know. Especially, especially a in a league like that. Those kids have never seen a knuckleball before. You know what I mean? No, for sure. I would throw knuckleballs in 3-0 <laughs> counts. <laughs> Kenny didn't face me, unfortunately. But I would throw knuckleballs in 3-0 counts because I had confidence in oh, that yeah. was going to be a strike. We, me and you both, too, like worked on you getting the confidence to throw the knuckleball. Definitely. I talked about this yesterday to Dan, actually, after I got off the uh, FaceTime with you I had. And I said, truly, everything I learned about the game and the confidence I got in my pitching was from you. No joke. You're, sure. I don't know anyone else that loves the game of baseball as much as you do. And I love it I a lot. I think you do. I, I love the game of baseball a lot. I, I do. I think you love it more than I do. I think you're number one. I, maybe, I can be second in that. Why not? That's not a bad category. I can be second in. But uh, your love for the game of baseball made me love it even more. And I think that passion of me being on the mound, you catching, I was just... 
always learning. And it was cool. Just <laughs> I was always learning. Be, being family members, too. Like, the fact that we're cousins, dude, and, like, Joey on our team at one point. Joey Hosey, like, the ace. And, like, me and you were just, like, like we barely even knew each other when we were younger. And then... We didn't see each other much. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we see each other every and now and then. And then the coming from Christmas party. And we're on the same team, like, and I'm catching for you. Like, it was just crazy. There was no time better when um, I went to Joey Mayolari's game. <laughs> Um, it was, I think it was your state final. Yeah, Salem. <laughs> I so, had no, semis, yeah. Mind you, I have no idea how baseball works. My senior year. I was fighting with someone from the other crowd. Salem screaming. Academy. My and, mom and Paul were yeah. getting into it. And Mama Mayalari comes over, after the ump comes over to me and says, if Silence. you say one more thing and I'm going to kick you out and call the police, she says, okay, don't say another thing. She gives me a horn. And he couldn't say anything to me after that. He just started hammering it. Because Salem, remember we played Salem, like, my freshman year, your sophomore year, they, like, drop, brought drums and stuff. They were banging on yeah, the benches yeah. and stuff. Dude, like, they, they brought cowbells. Like, they were, like, singing. like. They like raps and everything. They were singing and banging the drums and stuff. I, like I was probably I hated playing against them. Do you remember you I'm got so them in trouble because they were cheating so with the bats? We, I'm so happy we got to beat them in a championship. Once. Oh, it was elite. That was that was I, elite. That was my favorite like championship I think I've ever won in my life. Yeah, I forgot. I actually, did forget you were on the team because you missed a whole month. No, not not, not the championship team. It wasn't the team that we the we, want, we went to see we went to play at we played at BC at BC High. Okay, got you. Okay, see, I knew you were on that team. I was on that team. I thought you were talking the championship winning team. I was gonna say I didn't know you were on the team. I was I actually didn't know that. I remember you were sick for a year, so yeah. I didn't realize it was that team. But I knew you were on the team that year because that was his senior year, my junior year, yeah. sophomore year. So I remembered that. Mm. But yeah. obviously, being on the same team as Rye, though, what was it like for you being on the same team as Rye? Because he's not boring, but then also, oh, God. as a teammate, though, he doesn't treat you like he's your boy, though. He's always <laughs> just, he's fighting up, he's ready to go. You screw around, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're his boy or not. Yeah, so at that point, uh, it's I truth. didn't, it's I didn't truth. even you screw around, he's pissed. I didn't even really know Ryan as a friend. I don't, like, I, I was one of the newer guys on the team. I first year at Boss Collegiate, I knew. Uh, Mark and I knew that I met him through you and stuff like that. I never really met Ryan or really talked to Ryan, so it was just a funny guy in the locker room. How like or in the uh, dugout? Yeah. In the dugout. Sorry, hockey, room, sorry you don't really got the locker room. I got the, ho- I got the hockey yes. reference. Oh Bookley yeah, Park. definitely not there. Yeah, Bookley Park. Yeah, but um, the turf. No, it definitely. Uh, I think I asked him a couple questions one of the first year because I think uh, Schwartz was trying to throw me a catcher, which because I couldn't do anything else on the baseball field. But uh, not the truth. You're looking for a catcher though. You said you could play, and well, yeah, I played. I played when I was like 12. But you know, you did uh, catch me a couple games. Yeah, I know. But uh, Ryan was definitely helpful with that kind of stuff, just giving a couple small pointers and that kind of stuff. Definitely, I think the one so. great thing about you is you never liked when people walked to their position on the field. You screamed at me. Remember oh once. yeah, it's like we were up like yeah. 15 runs. I, I was walking. I, I, take, my time. You, like, I take baseball. You like you love baseball? I'm like yeah. You're like, then why are you walking? I was yeah, like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, like, you're not wrong. Like you're, you're getting to play a kid's game when you're in the high Man. school. Like, you're older. Yeah, like, you're older. Like, don't take that for uh, granted. Like, you're playing a kid's game and you still get to play it. Like, run to your position. Definitely. Like, get out like, there and play hard. Like, we had some glory days. Let's talk about the no-nos. Respect which, the game. Let's the talk no-nos. about the no-nos. You caught a no-hitter for me twice. Oh, once. No, no-hitter, no-no. That's oh, his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. I threw no-no. a no-hitter once and then I threw a combined... No hitter with, with you. Me. I caught. I caught the first like three. Four innings, innings yeah. and then you pitched the last two and, and three. Yeah, I, dude, I, don't, I think we smoked them. I don't even think. Oh, it might have been three and three. We pitched like three and two innings. Might have been five innings. We beat I, them. I don't first think, round of state tournament. No, I think. I think you threw four. I think I only threw one. Yeah, I, I think, think we, we beat them by like ten nothing. Right? Yeah, eleven one or something. Eleven nothing. Oh, we didn't give up a run. I walked. Yeah, no, yeah, I walked a guy. You didn't give up any base runs after the one inning. I walked a guy like in the first inning, which I would always to find my that year. I didn't. Uh, let up a hit in the regular season. I remember that. Not a single. I only pitched three times. But. Can we talk about you though? When you played only in the away games, because that was just the only time you could play, and you had a yeah, you had a combined absurd. you had a perfect game well, going in that, in that league. Yeah, in that league, it's only like 
you only play what twelve games? We played probably. Yeah, I think it was fifteen games, fourteen yeah, so, games. Yeah, including which we playoffs. tried for twenty. We argued so hard for oh, yeah. twenty games. Dude, we it never was get absurd. It. So uh, I, I wasn't academically eligible right away. So I, I can only really do the away games. So like, I literally would pitch once a week when we would play an away game. Throw it. I threw two no hitters, I think, and then. Had a perfect game, but got taken out before I could finish it. And we ended up almost so losing the game. It was eight nothing and ended up being eight seven. We're not gonna bring names up, but it was eight seven bases loaded, two yeah. outs, and we almost lost the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I Quinn had to go I'm in and close. I'm so mad that, like, to this day, that I didn't get to finish that. Yeah, you got taken out early, and bro. And do you remember? <laughs> you had I a home almost, run. I almost two lost runs. the perfect game. I threw a knuckleball. Actually, I threw yeah. a knuckleball to a lefty, and it started on one side of the plate, and it hit him like in the thigh, and he swung at it. <laughs> and like I almost lost I would have hit him if he didn't swing and I would have lost the perfect game but dude he swung and I made him look silly and it works though yeah that's, that's I struck a, him out a, I struck him out it was, it was a full count I struck him out with a knuckleball that hit him I felt like the man I was like wow that kid is not good at baseball <laughs> <laughs> I love those kids baseball they still miss it I still wish me and Liam got a championship run together I, 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 peaked, yeah. I peaked in high school when I was a we did lose in a state <laughs> championship yeah, not like you're a college athlete or anything you know it's, yeah I do miss those days, though. I miss playing on the same team as you, truly. I do. Yeah. You, you, really, you really don't even, like, understand while you're in the moment, like, how, like, much that shit actually is going to mean to you mm-hmm. in the, like, it's the gone. rest of your life. Yeah. Until it's gone. Well, dude, I still miss every day. It. I think think about it. Like, I want to throw it every single had, day. Had we not played sports together, like, who knows how close we would be. That's one you thing. You know what I mean? Honestly, what I looked at before is this wasn't like an organized sport. I was playing football the Moke. If Mike did ask me to come one day, which I always knew you. I yeah. always knew Joey. I knew Jake from, obviously, BCCS. And I knew Mark and Matt. But I didn't know Paul. I didn't know Liam. I didn't know Ryan Walsh. Uh, and that's the thing. Mark asked me to play football one day. Matt, both of them, said, hey, do you want to play one day at the Moke? And I would have never been in this fight. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think those games No, I take those games Which, that's the thing. That's how the friend group formed, though, right? Like, yeah. Matt went to BLA with Paul, Ryan Walsh, and Liam. Yep. Obviously, he hung out with Mark all the time. Mm-hmm. You knew the Hosies very well. All, all of my friendships, like, literally every single one of them have sports involved. Like, <coughs> me and Mark are better friends because of the fact that we both just love sports. Yeah. But like I, I, soccer days. I don't even, I don't even think we wouldn't even have really talked if sports weren't a thing. We like, just happen to live across in our life. Yeah, Jake's <laughs> yeah. not a sports fan. Jake's not a Spider Man. He's a Spider Man. No, we played sports. No, when we were little though, yeah, me and Jacob were on the same basketball teams. Yeah, baseball, seven hill baseball. Yeah, I remember Jacob. Jacob broke his arm in the middle of the basketball season, dude. We were actually on the Eagles. We were on the Eagles after BC because we were in. It was house league. So they did, all the teams were, like, local colleges, colleges. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we were the Eagles, and I actually remember that, dude. You had a broken arm, he had a a red cast. He tried to play. Dude, he actually did look like Spider-Man because we had... (laughs) He does look like him. Dude, we had uh, blue jerseys, though. We had blue jerseys, (laughs) and he had his red cast. And, (laughs) dude, he legit looked like Spider-Man out there. Dude, he tried to play, though. He tried to play. Well, he That's really, a dog in him. He's got that clipper in him. He wasn't, he wasn't, really, a him. <laughs> he wasn't really a shooter anyway, so they weren't worried about the shot with the, with the cast. But forget. him him trying to dribble with that thing on was hilarious. <laughs> my dad would, um, when we played together at Seven Hill, my dad, the analogy that my dad would put together so that I would hit a ball, he's like, just pretend that the Green Goblin's throwing a pumpkin ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Dad. And I like, it missed every single time. <laughs> but it was awesome. Uh, I remember Jacob... 
used to get up to hit against Henry Hennon, who pitched that. It was like oh, Northeast 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 Northeast. Yeah. You know that's... He hit 94, like, he, 94. Bro, yeah, Northeast so Jacob, when, we were, when we were little in like 12, he was around like 62 or something. <laughs> oh, no, he got up to 80. He got up to 80 in seventh grade. Which is gas. He got up to 80. Yeah, dude, he was throwing gas. And Jacob literally would just stand there. He was like 6'2", 6'2". His legs would shake. Dude, I was terrified of him. He broke a kid's And you love baseball. Yeah. I, oh, that's the worst thing you could do. I mean, hit you off the head, you'd probably be out. <laughs> that's the worst thing you could do. I played, I played like summer ball with him too, and like he would like literally just no hit teams. Like it was nothing. Scary. Like, he gas. And Jacob was terrified. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> Jacob's still shaking. So, Jacob's still playing. shaking. Look at his legs. He's still shaking. Yeah, I, I, that was a little bit. That's scary. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly think sports did bring us all together. I think sports brings. Everyone together to a degree. Yeah, no one's gloves. It's an easy way to start a conversation, right? <laughs> Me and Liam actually had a pretty funny way of being friends, which I knew you very <laughs> briefly because I hung yeah, out with you once. Yeah, before I hung out with you once playing at the Moak, like with them, uh-huh. just very lightly. That we did have a flag football practice. Coach Q had oh. gloves. <laughs> he had gloves, like a pair of football gloves that. He used probably the last like, 10 and a half years, probably oh, not yeah. washed at all. Oh, like, bro, like, since this I was is like, six, you put it in a gym bag, put it in your shoes that like smell awful. <laughs> you left them in there and just don't rot. Right, they're working my <laughs> You brought them out. You could smell this from like probably 30 to 40 uh, yards away. You could smell this from a mile. It was bad. They don't want to press me. They don't want to press me. They don't want to smoke. They don't want to smoke. Dude, Coach Q smells. He's like, what is that smell? He said, it smells like ass. He said, it's funny because like he used the word he used the word ass yeah because he's not like a swear he doesn't break the rules or anything honestly if if he didn't teach at Boston Collegiate I don't think I would have went to school my senior year I honestly don't think (laughs) I would have dude I used to go in there dude because he just let me do whatever I want like I legit would pat him on the head and be like (laughs) like, little boy little boy (laughs) and he was my teacher dude like I, what are we doing? He, was, he was like laughing about it with me. Yeah, He'd yeah. be like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> he's and I'm thinking it's hilarious, uh, dude. Yeah, he was Coach awesome. Q is a beast. He was he's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. So funny. He's a dog. Remember but when he he let the fire alarm because of the smoke machine? For yeah, the whole school evacuated. He took that. Walked to the pipe fitness. We all to walk to the pipe fitness. He took He took that competition so seriously. Yeah, I know. Dude, he was competitive. Bro, yeah, from sports. It made it better though. Bro, also, also, he married Miss Pish. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he um. He, dude, I don't even think I played for any of his teams. You played like, football for, for like a, a week. A week. Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> like, I, I never like actually. Then you went to play soccer. It was like, on one of the yeah. teams, though, yeah. You played for like a. No, wait. False, actually. False. My sophomore year of high school, your junior, you played when we scrimmaged you, like me, oh, Joe, right, Trevor, that, yeah. uh, Kevin Manny. We scrimmaged you guys. And do you remember like Coach Hugh was talking it up and everything? Then me and you almost fought at that game. No. Where I was running my mouth. <laughs> I, you when you, I had a. Here's the thing. Coach Hugh was hyping up that game for like a week, right? And I was in his class, 10th grade, you know, he's history teacher. And he was saying, like, oh, like, anybody like ready for that game later? And like, I know he's talking about our game. And he's like, and it was me, and I think maybe. Can't remember who was in that class. Maybe Kevin or something. And we were just like, dude, he's trying to run his mouth right now. He's, he's, he's yeah. like, you guys aren't going to catch a pass, he said, right? He said something like, that game's going to be awful for you guys. Like, I don't know why you guys even want to come. You guys are going to get blown out. First pass of the game, I went like a 30 out in, caught it, ran to the sidelines, took the ball, put it against his chest. I said, there's the first catch. And after that, 
After that, though, there was no smack talk the entire game. He was saying, like, oh, you guys aren't going to catch a pass today. He was saying, he was smack talking. It's a sports, right? You get into it. Yeah. First pass caught it, and that was unlikely. Dude, right? right up, put the ball to his chest. Me and you have gone at it. I think I've gone at it with Dude, it was that everybody. game. I ran my mouth a little bit with him because I caught a touch on the back of the end zone that I know was a Dude, touchdown me catch. You, me and you get personal sometimes. We're, like, trying to hurt Dude, each other's feelings in the middle you, of games. You actually got in my face. In I don't, you don't remember this. You and Ryan Foster were... Pissed at me because I caught a touchdown. I said it was a touchdown. I knew it was a touchdown. <laughs> we went up by like five with like a minute to go. Kevin McCarthy even admitted it was a touchdown, right? So I was like, oh, it's a touchdown. Dude, Cephas was like, all right, like, yeah, it's a touchdown. <laughs> Coach Q's arguing it's not a touchdown. I'm saying it's a touchdown. And then I'm going at it with all of you guys. You come over, you push me or whatever. We're like yelling at each other. After that, I texted you, sorry, because I was like, dude, like, sorry, got into a heat of the moment. I was like, dude, like, it was we got into a heat of the, the moment. moment. Like, yeah. You're yeah. still my, you're still my boy. Still but my I was boy. running my mouth. It was a touchdown. <laughs> I remember while, that. For a while, Ryan used to know how to get into my head so bad that it was so like, easy. It, it, it was easy. And then what? I found out what you would do. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like. But when you get that mad and they see it in your eyes and you're coming over yelling at me, I knew you were coming. You were going at it. It comes from, it comes from playing hockey. Does, like when yeah. I dude, when I play hockey, I got kicked out of like how many games that year? Not enough. Bro, I legit, I legit was yeah, I was such a pest, dude. Like I would say anything. I didn't care. But the thing is, it I didn't matter because we didn't win one game. Yeah, we weren't good at hockey. So like, <laughs> honestly, I talked so much shit for someone that like was on the worst team in the league. We were probably the worst team in Massachusetts. <laughs> no, we bro. were, we were, but then we won playoffs. You had a lot of fun, yeah. though. Dude, we we somehow win districts <laughs> against the best team. Yeah, against the best team, they were supposed to come in and roll us. Like, like, we were supposed to get smoked. We were Bro, down eight. Yeah, dude, and we come back and win. I, I'll never forget that night, bro, because, uh, what's his name? The coach. What's his last name? Is coach Q. Oh. Is it Hayes? No, it's not Hayes. They're from Milton. They're from, uh, Swampskit. No. Swampskit. Quincy. Quincy. Quincy Squanum. Yeah. D'Angelo? I don't know. Poor no, Liam looks like he did hell of hockey practice. practice. Huh? Yeah. You look like he just came out of whole oh, hockey so practice sweating. Then. It was Hayes? Yeah. Dude, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget after that game, like, he, like, came up to me and, like, shook my hand and he was like, you're a phenomenal hockey player. Like, <laughs> this team's lucky to have someone like you on the team. Like, you should be on one of the higher teams. Like, you're just a phenomenal hockey player. Like, we're just really lucky to have you. And for the rest of that year, bro, he, like, loved me. Like, I was, like, the captain, remember? Yeah, you were. Like, it, he was a leader. He was like, yo, like, Ryan's gonna say a couple words and we'll get out there. <laughs> and I'd always be like, come on, boys. <laughs> got worse more. Like, everyone's got a hit today. Like, we gotta play physical if we wanna hang with these kids. It was fun when um, both you and the other Ryan ran into each other, gave each other concussions <laughs> in practice. Dude, and then, and then dude, I, he, so his girlfriend goes to my school and I see him up there all the time. But every time I see him, I just think about that. And then, dude, you remember, like, the week after, yes. the helmet box? Yes. Dude, he took that like, like a G though. No, he did. I was so mad that he gave me a concussion, bro. But I was like, "We're helmet boss," and he was like, "Okay, like I, I agree. Like we kind of have to do this. Like I'm sorry." And I was like, "All right, we're doing this." And I was like, "After this practice, like the, you're mine." The best part about that, the most respectable part, is after you guys fought, you got over it, and then a few games later, you get into a fight with someone, get kicked out of the game, and then he gets, and <laughs> goes yeah. over to that kid and absolutely destroys him. And yeah, and, and then, he gets and then, kicked and then out. me and him are in the locker room together, and it's like not even awkward. We're like boys again. We're, I was like, dude, like good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> I love the hockey talk, though. Uh, one second, I gotta pause this.